0: Love, talk Radio.
1: Welcome to Post Time with Mike and Mike's coverage of the 2018 Breeders' Crown. Let's take you to the seventh race in progress.
2: in one fifty two. And one on the slob. Lupo stride even seven and a half
3: coming to determine. Rally Charini D- 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 the line. Lupo stride right outside, outside is going, is going to, go to run out. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait. Many wrong. Coming to the wire, it's Lazarus. Lazarus by a length. Lazarus a length and a half, and Lazarus came forward to win at the 25th running of the damp Patch Stakes. Champions. Philly and Scott Iran trying to keep her going, trying to track her down, Crystal
3: back and bets fall on the outside, tactical landing on the inside, almost there, and Landau, Scott Seurat rocking, whipping, driving, and the Philly does
2: it! A then and now.
3: again, Pat Rock waiting for the passing lane, it's foiled again, Pat Rock charging up the rail, modern legend there, Philly's again, dead
2: the 2018 Breeders' Crown from the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono is brought to you by Bet America plays a Bet America way Winback Farms born to compete, raised to win Northwood Bloodstock visit northwoodbloodstock.com for upcoming Harrisburg sale information pacing for the cure creating hope to find a cure for multiple sclerosis new vocations, make your next horse the next racehorse. The Harness Racing Fan Zone, follow them on Twitter and like them on Facebook. VIP Internet Stables, putting you in the driver's seat. Hoosier Park Racing and Casino, revolutionizing harness racing. The Blooded Horse Sales Company, visit BloodedHorse.com for information on the upcoming fall speed sale. Hadover over shoe farms. The greatest name in harness racing. Time to send it to our broadcast team of Mike Carter, Garnett Barnesdale, and Jessica
1: Otten. We're live from the 2018 Breeders crowd. Mike Carter alongside of Jess Scott and Garnett Barnsdale, Jim Bavigli and Mike Bozich will bring you the action we were going to try to send it. Mike Bozich, uh, but we had a little bit of a technical snafu, but what a night it has been here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun. Pocono, speed has been the name of the game thus far, but we'll talk about that more here in a moment. We're going to talk to the first member of our broadcast team after he finishes his hot dog, and uh, it's our man Garnett Barnsdale. And Garnett, I'll tell you what, uh, tonight it has been kind of like, uh, I don't want to call it speed favoring because it's not necessarily been speed favoring because we just saw Matt Kakeli come from off the pace, but uh, you need to be close to have a shot.
4: Yeah, and you know, um, and uh, Percy Bluechip in that race sat behind a crazy destructive speed duel. And uh, Kissing in the Sand actually, <laughs> in finishing second, has had by far the most impressive uh, performance so far tonight. Finishing second, parked the mile, and uh, just getting nailed on the wire. So, yeah, I think you really got to be up close here. I mean, listen, there's been a lot of chocks that are winning these races on the front end, so you can't really scream bias. But uh, another example would have been a, in one of the earlier races, uh, War We you came only in and 4 is really closing ground in that stretch so i think it's going to be tough to closer we'll see what happens as it goes on
1: well let's introduce the third member of our broadcast team and i got to give congratulations uh for those who don't know already jess Gotten has joined the team at meadowlands racing and entertainment and garnet this is her final full-time show with a uh, full-time uh, show with us because uh, she'll only be able to work a couple of remotes with us next year but uh, Jessica uh, and listen you're, I'm not going to make your head any bigger than it already is It barely fit through the door when you got here yeah. But uh, Jessica, i tell you what What a night it's been so far uh, It's been a little chalky But we saw Mac Kelly light up the tote board uh, just a few minutes ago
5: Yeah, it's been a great race card so far I'm so happy Matt was able to get his first Breeders Crown I think he was like 0 for 40 going into that race And I'm so happy he was able to get it With a 50 to 1 shot
1: didn't realize it was his first Breeders Crown That's, that's good st- Look at you with this st-
5: You know, I was so
1: happy. Gar- Garnet, you know she she I'll tell you what she joins the Meadowlands, and all of a sudden she's Hollywood Hayden. Oh you, you know you know you know what I'm you saying. You had the same
6: press media as I did. Or just,
1: i did. Hollywood Otten. Uh, <laughs> Hollywood, Otten. Well Jessica will be uh, catering to the Winter Circle and Paddock interviews. Listen, I feel bad for you, but uh, listen, Wendy's got a Wendy's got a uh, umbrella for you. Oh, so 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 we'll be good to go. And uh, Garnett and I will be bringing you the analysis from the evening. And Mike Bozich and Jim Baviglia will be bringing you the action from upstairs we head into the two-year-old colt and a gelding of pace garnet it's the eighth race on the program after we watched tactical landing absolutely uh destroy this field i'm gonna i'm gonna move your plate here you're okay you're okay you're okay uh, after we watch Tactical Landing absolutely destroy in this field, let's take a look at the two year old Colt and uh, Gelding Pacers. They're going to go for a purse of $600,000, and it's a pretty interesting uh, race, uh, so to speak. But right now on the uh, tote board, it looks like nine to five on the uh, two. No Mossamore. No real surprise there, though.
4: Yeah, you know what? I wouldn't take nine to five on any horse in this race. Any of these Colts, I use six of them in the pick four that I'm live on. Um, but uh, no massive more has woke up in a big way in his past two starts. But interestingly, um, in his last start where he won in the elimination, the Red Sea kind of parted for him a little bit to come up the inside. And we haven't really seen anybody come up the inside doing anything tonight. So he's probably going to need a little bit of a different trip. And uh, I think this race is really wide open. I would never, I wouldn't take nine to five on any horse here.
1: We haven't seen a sub one fifty mile here yet tonight. Obviously, with the track uh, being uh, a sloppy mess, so to speak, the rain has been on and off. And uh, you've been outside, so you know what it's like out there. Captain Trevor is a kind of an interesting horse to me. Garnet has won six of eight starts, only missed the board once, and has a mark of forty nine and two in the International Stallion Series at Lexington. Trainer Tony Alania was very high on this horse earlier when he talked to Heather Wilder.
4: Yeah, and it's really kind of hard to believe that he's sitting at 7-1. to one. I would expect him to come down, but uh, you can see he can do it uh, in a very, you know, he can race pretty much any style effectively, which is good, but I think tonight... You got to be leaving and be somewhere up near the front. I would expect probably McCarthy's going to send him for position at least.
1: Race number eight coming up here in just a few minutes. The board says seven, but the board out in the first turn says 12. So we are 12 minutes away from the eighth race here tonight. And Darn you know, it, you know, from a handicapping standpoint tonight, it's been a little bit tough for the for the gambler. Obviously, the pick four paid pretty well for $2. Um, the first pick four paid very, pretty well. Uh, it, but it's been a tough night to make any kind of money. Uh, it's been a pretty chalky night so far.
4: It has. Um, I, You know, I thought there was an overlay on the 4-8 exact or yep. the, uh, the race that just finished. Mainly because um, when six-pack scratched, I, I was fairly sure that Mets Hall was going to cut it early. And um, that race kind of went the way I planned it. My only regret was that i didn't bet more on it but um i think uh i might have made a big dent in the uh handicapping contest the charity <laughs> handicapping contest that we got going on that was um organized by uh, the hall of famer gordon waterstone and the hamiltonian society because i had a hundred dollar exactor and a fifty dollar try in that race in mm. my uh mythical picks i wish i had it in my pocket but uh We'll see how that uh, pans out for that contest.
1: I'll tell you what I'm a little disappointed. Fifty dollar bill uh, made a very uncharacteristic break. He doesn't show a lot of doesn't show any breaks um, on his lines. So a pretty uncharacteristic break. But again, the track has been uh, pretty. Excuse me. Not has been. Is pretty sloppy. Out there currently. All right, we are currently what five minutes away, G- Garnet. Let's kind of recap uh, some of the first couple of races yep. uh, that we got to see earlier today. Uh, Jimmy Jets. We got to talk about Jimmy yeah. Jets. We get to talk about Jimmy Jets for a minute because Mike Bozich gave him the call of the year with Jimmy Jets is landing here, and uh, you know Jimmy Freight, uh he looked absolutely phenomenal on the racetrack. You, you know Louis Wall d- couldn't make the trip, so Scott Zieron got the drive and he won pretty decisively.
4: He certainly did. And, uh, he did it the hard way first up, um, after having, you know, the early command and uh, a couple of horses passing him early, but, uh, Jimmy Jets definitely looked, um, phenomenal tonight. And you got to wonder if, uh, you have to wonder if our buddy Adriano Sorella is wondering uh, <laughs> if he should have maybe supplemented, but you know what? I mean, it was, or I guess he's still here, but so I guess you can't, uh, you know, you can't really sneeze at that. And I know he's got a couple of races planned for him, uh, Coming up, still the progress and the matron, I believe.
1: Now, let's skip ahead to race number three. I wanted to talk about the first race because, well, the Iowa brand you have, a, uh, you, have, you have a connection with. But race number three was the two year old Philly final, and Waroe U Butte came back uh, to uh, after a pretty disappointing effort in the elimination at Pocado Downs, right here at Pocado Downs last week. Garnet, I won't tell you exactly what Yannick told me about his drive last week, but he said he wasn't happy with himself.
4: Okay. Um, well, you know, uh, he, he obviously made a decisive move uh, this week, whereas uh, last week maybe he waited a little longer than he would have liked and got hung out in a 26 and two third quarter. But she was phenomenal tonight because she uh, put up a 54 and two half and uh, pretty much dominated from there. And that's, I think, that to this point, other than the, uh, you know, a race we're going to probably talk about a little bit later, where there's a destructive duel, that was the second fastest half of the night, and she won uh, fairly convincingly.
1: All right, the fourth race we will get to here in just a moment. They are coming onto the racetrack for tonight's uh, two-year-old cold pace. It is the eighth race here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. And let me see here, try to adjust my volume a little bit. all right they are coming onto the racetrack and garnet i've got the uh kind of like woodbine mohawk park we got the we got the sheets going on here so that that that's a plus and uh sheets the sheets are good we're going to start with number one proof this is an interesting uh horse to me uh, garnet who won friday night's second breeder's crown uh elimination is trained by brian brown um who uh i didn't realize this 54 years old is brian brown that's uh Kind of interesting. He doesn't look 54. No, not at all. I'm he was...
4: fifty-four and I look fifty-four, <laughs> maybe seventy-four.
1: Listen, you look he about eighty-four, okay? Yeah, I know. He was the 2017 trainer of the year, and Proof comes into this race, Garnet. Uh, he is currently at nine to five. This is a horse that hasn't necessarily been on my radar. Number one, Proof uh, was third in the International Stallion against Captain Crunch. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what Proof does here in this race.
4: Yeah, the two, no massa more. We've already spoken about him a little bit. Uh, was a uh, 114 to one winner in the International Stakes Day at Lexington. Kicked home in 26 and four. Looked like about a three to five shot doing it, and then uh, came back uh, last week in the Breeders' Crown Elimination, and um, you know came flying up the inside at the end of the mile. There was good fractions cut for him, but uh, this is a horse that's probably getting hot at the right time. Trained by Linda Toscano and driven by Maca Kaley, who's already won a Breeders' Crown tonight.
1: All right, number three is Lions Johnny J N R, and Lions Johnny J N R was third. Had to come from off the pace last week. Garnett was raced over the fast track. This was uh, the two year olds raced on Friday night. Uh, not as much rain as there was Saturday night. Is trained by uh, Jeffrey Gillis. Brian Sears is in the sulky.
4: Before Captain Crunch has four wins on a seven on the year. Was a uh, made you know two moves in his elimination to be second. The race before that won the international stallion in a mark of 49 and one. And uh, driven by Scott Zeron, trained by Nancy Johansson. Captain Crunch currently sits at, I think, seven to one on the board.
1: You need some more glasses, apparently. Uh, Seven to one, that's not bad, though. You can see it out, you can see out there.
4: Depends where, what part of the glasses I look through.
1: <laughs> All right. Number five is Captain Trevor. Uh, Tony Alanya is still looking for his first Breeders' Crown of Victory of the evening. Um, Tony Alanya uh, said that uh, last week that he thought his start at Lexington was pretty good. He came from off the pace and raced phenomenal. He's very tactical. He can leave, he can sit, and kind of race from anywhere. This is the kind of horse, Garnet, that I like. Something, excuse me, a horse that is very versatile.
4: The Six Air Force Hanover was my top pick in the DRF Harness newsletter, currently 9-1 on the board. I like that price, especially since uh, this is a horse that leaves hard almost every week, and uh, speed's been holding up. Another Brian Brown trainee driven by Tim Teutrick was only a half-length back in the crown elimination, and uh, he paced his mile in 150-3, kind of an overlay, I think.
1: All right. Number seven is love me some Lou and the sweet Lou's have been doing some pretty good, uh, pretty good work this year. Uh, it's going to be a little bit tough. This horse likes to make breaks. I'm not too big of a fan of a pacer who likes to make breaks uh, for trainer Tom E and Corey Callahan in the sulky.
4: The eight man go is one that I didn't take on my pick four ticket, but he's uh, taking action. He's eight to one, and why not? He says uh, he hasn't finished off the board on the races that we see on the program. Was third, beaten only two lengths as Breeders' Crown elimination. Trained by Bruce Saunders, driven by Brent Miller. Mangoes won three out of his last six starts as well.
1: Number nine is Blood Money, trainer Jimmy Tactor. This is his final Breeders' Crown. Final Breeders' Crown for trainer Jimmy Tactor. Yannick Jingra will have the drive. Uh, has hit the board in all 10 of his career starts. Well, that is the field of nine for the 2018 Breeders' Crown, a two-year-old Colt final. They'll go for a purse of $600,000. We're going to take a short timeout, running a couple of minutes behind schedule with the races. When we come back, we'll have more. From the Breeders' Crown, you've got post-time with Mike and Mike, p- presented by Bet America. Check out the fall speed sale coming up on November 13th through the 15th at the Champion Center in Springfield, Ohio. The online catalog is now available at bloodedhorse.com. Attention, horsemen, we are now accepting supplement entries to sell after the catalog on Thursday, November 15th. Enter your horse online now. For more information, visit bloodedhorse.com. That's bloodedhorse.com. Also like us on our Facebook page for up-to-date information. That's the Fall Speed Sale, November 13th through the 15th at the Champion Center in Springfield, Ohio. Sale starts at 9.30 a.m. each day. Remember, bloodedhorse.com for more information.
3: Some beach somewhere. One forty-six and four. Captain Treacherous sprinting to the line. One forty-nine and two.
7: Sebastian K. One forty-nine flat. A command performance.
2: The finest head to one place to solidify their legacy. Harrisburg yearling videos are now available at Hanoverpa.com. That's Hanoverpa.com. Hanover Shoe Farms, where champions gather the greatest name in harness racing. Selling at Harrisburg, November 5th through the 9th, are 75 yearlings from top families and by leading sires, including Muscle Hill, Sunbeach somewhere Sweet Lou, Chapter 7, Father Patrick, Art Major, American Ideal, Explosive Matter, and many others. Well over 200 racehorses and brood mares and stallion shares, featuring mares in Fold to Always Be Mickey, Captain Treacherous, Sweet Lou, Father Patrick, Betting Line, Trickston, Candabra and others. And mares in full to the first crops of Down by the Seaside, Huntsville, and What the Hill. Also featuring fabulous fillies, including the world champion aged pacing mare of the year, hip number 1325 Lady Shadow, and standout stinks and open winner of nearly 1.5 million dollars, hip number 1322 Charmed Life. For further information or catalog requests, contact Bob Bonney at NorthwoodBloodstock.com. That's
3: NorthwoodBloodstock.com. Ever dream of owning your own racehorse? How would you like to get in the winner's circle? With the number one harness racing partnership in the U.S., VIP Stable. There's nothing like the thrill of your horse coming down the stretch. To find out more, call VIP Stable at 877-VIP-WIN-1 or visit us on the web at www.vipstable.com. Turning horse racing fans into racehorse owners. Be a winner.
1: We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike, and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, alongside of Garnet Barnsdale, Jessica Otten is standing by down in the winners' circle as she will have the winners' circle reactions here from the downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. We're coming up on the eighth race. Uh, no Mas Amor currently sitting at five to two. Garnet, it's a pretty wide open board. Uh, two to one on the one, five to two on the two. Uh, excuse me. Two to one on the one, five to two on the two, five to one on the four, five to one on the five, nine to one on the six. There's a lot of horses getting play here tonight.
4: Yeah, you know I use six of them in my. 5 pick four, one, two, four, five, six, nine, and I'm not even sure that uh, the other one of the other three can't beat me. I don't know. I, 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 wouldn't take. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take the odds on the one or the two if I was making a straight bet. I'm not. But, uh, you know, the four, five, or six, maybe even the nine, they, they all got a shot. This, this could be a. This could be a bit of a chaotic race. I could see a, a few horses, uh, maybe somebody getting hung out there or, you know, some attempts at leader changes. This should be a really good race.
1: You know you know what's interesting about this race, Garnet, is numbers four, five, and six all have speed. I wonder if the betting public is wondering if uh, there's going to be some sort of
4: speed duel here. Right, because the one and two are both, uh, you know, noted closers on their form. So that, that's, that may be the way people are thinking.
1: All right. They are getting ready to head to the gate. Sun Pocono Just trying to get in and tell me something here they are headed to the gate let's send it upstairs to the voice of the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono here's Jim Baviglia.
7: blood money mango love me some Lou. air force Hanover, captain Trevor captain crunch uh, appliance Johnny Jr and around the turn they go
8: Moore, Lyons, Johnny
7: Jr., Captain Crunch, Captain Trevor, Air Force Hanover, Mango. And blood money and mango. <laughs> <coughs> the Pacers have reached the back stretch, and they are underway. The two captains leaving in the center of the track, led by Captain Crunch, who steps out now. Captain Trevor knocks back. Meanwhile, on the outside, Blood Money, aggressive early, taking it to Captain Crunch. Inside fourth, proof, and parked out for the moment there, Air Force Hanover. No Massimo is away, six followed there by Alliance Johnny Jr. At the back of the pack, love me, some loo in the trailer, man go. And Blood Money was able to make the front end from the far outside post and clicks off the quarter in 26-4. and four. Yannick Jingron, Blood Money early on, but now Captain Crunch holds the pocket here for Scott Zeron He's on top. Proof is on the move on the outside and 9 to 5 for David Miller with his eyes on the lead. Back on the inside, Captain Trevor forth as Proof does take the lead, looking to clear before the turn. To the outside now goes teacher for with Air Force Hanover following up that move. No monster more, and that uh, outer flow got shuffled a bit wide there as Captain Trevor came out. Back in the inside, love me some blue at the back of the Packer lines, Johnny Jr. and Mango. The half 55-1, 28-2 and, 1, 28 and 2 second panel. Proof was able to clear as he rounded that turn. He's up now by a length over, Captain Crunch. On the outside, Captain Trevor gaining slightly from McCarthy within a length and a half with the first over move. Blood Money now blocked in fourth, but not too far off the pace. Second over, T-Trick has Air Force Hanover in striking position. Third over on the outside, no Masevoir. Then Love Me Smooth, the back lines, Johnny Jr., and then go. Three quarters, 1-23-2. 28-1, third panel. Proof still leading the way by a length, trying to separate. But Captain Crunch still engaged in the pocket. Captain Trevor is dropping back. Late kick outside from both Air Force Hanover and Love Me Smooth way out on the live side. Top of the stretch, Proof with the lead. Captain Crunch pulls the pocket for Scott Dieras. And Captain... Captain Crunch blows right on past Proof. It's Captain Crunch pacing away at the end by three lengths to win it here. Proof back to second. That was lovely. Some blue on the inside. Sneaking through for third. No loss. A more fourth. Captain Crunch pocket trip to Pater in 151 and three. Did they pick him?
1: guess I should turn my microphone uh, back on here. But uh, there's a lot of high-fiving going on, and it's not coming from me. Captain Crunch with a, a big score here, giving driver Scott Zeron a Breeder's Crown victory for trainer Nancy Johansson. We're going to pause 30 seconds for station identification. This is the BetAmerica Radio Network. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Ben America. Mike Carter, alongside of Mike Bozich, Jim Bavigli are both upstairs. Garnet Barnsdale and Jessica Otten are with us here tonight as well. We have our first Facebook winner. Um, this is uh, our first Facebook winner of the night. Uh, Garnet, we did a promotion um, here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono, where anybody who's listening, um, who tagged a uh, you know a friend a colleague what have you, um, you know uh, on our post they would get a free twenty five dollar wager through our host partner Bet America and we have our first winner in Matt Smith Matt Smith you have five minutes to send post time with Mike and Mike a message via Twitter Facebook um, or to uh, myself or Mike Bozich. we'll be happy to get your twenty five dollar win wager in and. Facebook.
4: You up the Matt Smith counties yeah keep up
1: the Matt Smith account Listen, ace is sitting on a sitting on a good good play here as they uh, just went official oh, will have some return prices in a moment but let's kind of dissect this uh, this race a little bit garnet uh, you know proof sets of, cut some pretty big fractions on the front end uh, 26 and four off of 55 and one one 23 and two at the three-quarter pole. I really wasn't expecting proof to go to the top but I guess uh, back at the Pennsylvania sire Stakes final back on September 1st um, he did show speed and it worked out for him so maybe david miller was trying to go back to that
4: yeah and he's had outside post the past couple of weeks i thought i think um, his hand was a little bit forced around the inside he's going to probably have to make an inside mo- or sorry an early move um interestingly scott zirano had plenty of horse with captain crunch opted to uh, pop the pocket on the final turn rather than wait for the passing lane there wasn't really anybody coming so i wonder if uh, you know watching these races we haven't really seen anybody do much on that inside passing lane that uh scott figured the outside path is a little bit faster
1: yeah you know it's interesting that you mentioned that garnet that the inside hasn't been a path for many horses in fact that's about the second or third time i've seen a horse pop the pocket turning for home wondering if they're staying away from the passing lane here
4: tonight i think so and you know the seven horse love me some lou who closed for third at 50 to one came down the outside to do that as well um i know i know On a lot of a lot of times when i watch this track um Horses rally up the inside, not not necessarily only to win, but to get, you know, minor placings. And that doesn't really seem to be happening a lot here.
1: All right. The open trot is up next here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun. Pocono, what a field this is, Garnett. Uh, you have a Triple Crown winner. You have a, Hamble, a couple of Hamiltonian winners. You have a million-dollar winner uh, in Cruzado, excuse me, a million-dollar race winner in Cruzado de la Noche. Homicide Hunter put in a 148 and three, excuse me, 148 and... Uh, Four-mile, three starts back. What a loaded field this is.
4: You know, what what makes this race really interesting for me is when I look at the uh, two elimination winners, Guardian Angel AS and Top Flight Angel, and no offense to the connections or the horses or anything like that, they don't immediately jump off the page to me as horses that would normally win like this. And, um, you know, they both uh, had fairly easy times with 57 opening halves. They were clear leaders the whole way and weren't really challenged. You know, with... Uh, five hundred thousand dollars on the line here that this race is going to go much differently so that's kind of what you know the added bit of interest for me is to see how these you know to see who uh gets the lead and uh, how long they're allowed to have it because i don't expect the uh, guardian angel as or top flight angel to be leading turning for home to be quite honest
1: you know th- this race sets up to be kind of an interesting race and we talk about speed uh garnet uh, a lot Um, when it comes to these races especially these trots because you know a lot of a lot of races now including the trots they have to go sub one excuse me sub 152 ish to kind of really put a thing together so it's interesting to me garnet that the stakes record now they won't i I don't think they'll come close to it tonight but the stakes record's 151 it's kind of uh tapered off a little bit the past few years uh the rain has really succumbed to the breeder's crown excuse me the breeder's crown has succumbed to the rain
4: yeah i was mentioning that on the way down the with ace um we drove there for six and a half hours in rain the entire way and uh, i was kind of saying you know last year at hoosier the weather wasn't the greatest and in, uh, thinking back to woodbine when uh, always be mickey in a driving rainstorm What oh, yeah. one of the best <laughs> performance ever seen i'm like you know i mean obviously it's that time of year but we can't seem to catch a break with uh keeping the rain away
1: Alright, race number nine is eleven minutes away. We'll dive into it some more uh here in just a couple of minutes. Just gotten will be standing by with Winter Circle Reaction Um here momentarily. We have a let's see, she's asking me. I'm getting her text. Let's see. Got my phone moving here and Okay. She said after the picture, she will call in with her interview. So we'll get just gotten on here momentarily. We're going to take a very, very short time out. When we come back, we'll have more from post time with Mike and Mike.
5: Scott, can you guys hear me up there? In this edition of Full Time with Mike and Mike, joined by Scott Zeron. Scott, can you talk to us a little bit about the trip tonight? You were able to take over the lead, and then you sat pocket and popped around last turn.
3: Yeah, it worked
10: out great, but you know, just uh, how handy he is to drive that I'm able to do that where I could start him up, remove him, and then even release somebody else. And I've driven proof majority of the year, so I know what I felt like what he was capable of, and I knew he would be the one to beat so I knew he'd get me to the head of the lane and my horse just feels fresh it feels like it was his first start of the year with how good he is so in the last turn I knew I, I knew I had the horse to win and I just had to make sure I just hung on
5: okay now you have a later a little bit later you have Atlanta. lane I kind of talked just a little bit about her
10: yeah Atlanta you know she's been phenomenal all year she loves this track and you know if I'm able to command the lead without getting too much of a tussle and And in the last turn, if she swallows up like she normally does, I could turn her loose and try to get three lengths on them right there and end the race. So that's what I'm hoping
5: for. All right. Well, congratulations and good luck. Thank you. Back to you, Mike. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jessica. And Jessica will be providing winter circle reaction throughout the rest of the evening. The rain continues to fall here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. As we get ready for the ninth race, it's the Breeders' Crown Open Trot Final Purse, $500,000. And joining us now is a uh, man who needs no introduction. Uh, now, the uh, uh, one third of the voices, um, North American Harness Update, Rod Allums Jr. And Rod, uh, listen, we got to uh, kind of talk on your show a little bit earlier. And uh, my best bet, fifty dollar bill, uh, made a break around the turn there. Uh, pretty uncharacteristic, but listen, tell me about your uh, nice score from earlier.
10: Uh, Percy Bluechip, we gave that one out on the air tonight, uh, fifty to one or fifty one to one, whatever she was. Yeah. Uh, race huge set the race set up exactly how I thought it was going to set up. I thought there was going to be a battle up front and I thought she would be one of the benefactors along with Alexis power.
1: All right. Ninth race is coming up. It's the breeder's crown open trot final. And you know, I I was talking with Garnett a few minutes ago. This is a pretty loaded field with a lot of talent. Uh, How do you dissect a race like this?
10: Well, you get the older trotters here and with the older trotters, they kind of take turns beating each other. So, Uh, I think the key in a race like this is who's going to get the trip because usually the trip horse is the one that ends up winning these older uh, classy trot races. And especially on a night like tonight, the track is kind of playing front end. And uh, the way I see it, Pinkman's going to go. He likes to be up close and uh, he doesn't necessarily like the front end, but he likes to be close. Uh, Top flight angel. The Millers have been pretty good. Uh, they get their horses ready for these types of races. And I think Andy's going to fire. He was aggressive early in the card. And I think he's going to be right up towards the front in this race. So that would be the play here. Uh, currently 5-1 to one on top flight Angel.
1: I was going to say, that was weird. I saw the Meadowlands. I don't, so I'm watching the board out there. There's no graphics on it. All I saw was the Meadowlands infield. I got kind of nervous there for a second. Now, Rod, uh, obviously you guys uh, do ha- some handicapping. Uh, you guys have done a lot of great stuff for the sport of harness racing. Kind of talk to us a little bit about your show and uh, what you guys are all about.
10: Well, you know, like you said, with the handicapping, we, we try to give out uh, some prices uh, in every race. We look for value. That's That's kind of where we lie with our handicapping. And, you know, we don't necessarily, you know, if a horse is four to five and we think the horse should be one to nine, that's value. But, uh, you know, like Percy Bluechip, that was, you know,
1: monster was, value. You know, oh yeah.
10: 50 to one. there's no reason for that. Um, <laughs> especially when I know Mark Weaver, he told me he better too. So, uh, you know, there's Listen, no reason for w- something
1: like when Weaver puts his money down, you know, um, you, you, you know, it's time to kind of, kind of, jump in jump in on that and uh, do your thing uh, well you guys are at nahoopix dot com uh, tell us a little bit about uh, that site uh, what we can find there and where we can find you guys on social media
10: yeah uh, the website nahoopicix dot com we uh, provide handicapping there that's the basis for the website the show is more entertainment based and uh, you know along with trying to give out winners we we try to have fun and and bring uh, a different type of product to harness racing new fans novice fans not necessarily the people that are involved in the industry but uh a different crowd that hasn't been reached yet so that's kind of our goal just keep reaching new people
1: all right they're getting ready to step onto the track for the ninth race hang tight real quick you got a, got a couple yeah. minutes yeah we um so so rod uh you you've seen the you've seen the kentucky derby uh on tv right yep. so yep. that's kind of what we do for uh kind of our uh Kind of our post parades, we kind of take a look at the horses that are on the racetrack. If you don't mind, uh, help me out with this post parade here as uh, James Witherite blows the bugle. It's the Breeders' Crown Open Trot Final, going for five hundred thousand dollars. And like we talked about uh, earlier, uh, a loaded field. Um, here a field of nine, including him, or excuse me, Triple Crown champion Marion Marauder. Number one is Pinkman, trained by Jimmy Tactor, who will retire this year. Yannick Jingra has the drive, sixteen to one. Uh, seems a little bit tough uh, from for me anyway, because Pinkman. I mean he he's a class horse. He's made two point seven million dollars, and this year has uh, just been kind of rough on him for the one Pinkman. The
10: two Dunbar Hall. Trained by Stephanie Jamison, driven by Jody Jamison. This one's coming off a really good race. Got a nice trip there inside post once again. Has made $150,000 this year, so this horse is no slouch, and, uh, Currently fifty to one. Could it be another upset?
1: <laughs> Definitely. Number three, Guardian Angel, uh, six to one. Currently on the board. Matt Cacali earning his first Breeders' Crown victory earlier tonight. Could he win again here for Annette and coming off a victory uh, by two and a quarter lengths last week over Pinkman and Cruzado de la Noche.
10: Trained by Andy and Julie Miller. This one, I I touched on before the post parade, coming off a very nice win last time in the elimination, winner by three and a quarter lengths there, made almost $700,000 in his career. Only a four-year-old, four-year-olds usually don't fare that well in these older class races, but... I like this horse.
1: Number five is world record holder, Homicide Hunter. And I think we all can agree that 148-4 and four mark uh, at Lexington was something to see. Uh, trainer Chris Oaks, George Napolitano Jr., uh, 153 and 153-4 last week. I wasn't overly impressed with Homicide Hunter's uh, Breeders' Crown elimination, but I think that race at Lexington might have taken a little bit out of him.
10: Six Cruzado Della Noche, the Yonkers International Trot winner, last week in the elimination ended up first over trained by Marcus Milander driven by Brian Sears finds a decent spot here could end up following a uh, second over trip and, you know, right now, two-to-one favorite, I'm not liking the price.
1: Number seven, Warawee Rue is owned by the determination of Montreal. Luke Blay trains. Danielle Dubay is in the sulky. Was third last week from post number six. Got a, really a no-excuses trip, Rod. I'm not uh, too big of a fan of Warawee Rue, but he is taking some money at five-to-one.
8: I actually like Warawee Rue. All right.
1: There you go. We'll talk about that some more uh, after the post-break.
10: The eight will take charge, trained by Jeff Gillis, driven by Tim Tiedrick. Tim's not having a great night thus far, but he could turn around here. Big long shot play, 15 to 1 from post eight, coming off a sub uh, par effort. Basically, his last four, he's just kind of been even but he's made over $400,000 this year.
1: And number nine is triple crown champion Marion Marauder, who's had a fantastic season, just under $600,000, made $3.1 million in the bank for trainer Paula Wellwood and driver Scott Zeron. That's the field for the upcoming ninth race. We'll take a short timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about Rod's play, number seven, Warwick Aru, and much more. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by BetAmerica.
2: Winback Farms' yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. Be sure to check out our lineup to take advantage of opportunities in slot and rich states. Our yearlings are eligible in Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Ontario, and Pennsylvania. Our 2018 sale schedule kicks off in Goshen on September 9th, followed by Lexington October 2nd through the 6th, London October 13th to the 14th, Harrisburg November 5th to the 7th, and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 8th. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com. That's Winback farm.com
3: over the past 25 years Hoosier Park has revolutionized harness racing across the nation the action returns Friday March 30th with racing every Tuesday through Saturday starting at 630 p.m. Join revolution at Hoosier Park racing and Casino. Visit HoosierPark.com for more
1: information. We're back on this edition of Post Time. At barn sale just gotten standing by in the Witter circle Mike Bozich will be calling the action for race number 9 We're here with Rod Allams Jr and Rod let's talk uh, let's talk a little bit about your what horses you like here number 7 Warwy Rue I said during the post parade I wasn't overly impressed uh, with the elimination uh, but you know Warwy Rue did win the Harry Harvey which was uh, a pretty big event uh, for trotters
10: Yeah I mean he won that race two back he made a a big sweeping move around the last turn. Uh, he pulled three wide actually down the backside there and it was a good win last week. He was okay. He raced first over. I thought he was actually pretty good there. Uh, just an even effort. I don't think Dubay pushed him a hundred percent last week. So maybe this week, if he gets involved, that's the key, especially on a night like tonight, he's got to get involved. And, uh, Good. yeah he he looks very good on the racetrack i think dubay is going to have him in contention
1: all right they are going to the eight four race number nine here in just a few months. still unbelievable here 17 to one on the one Pinkman. and you know guys it, it's hard for me to you know when i look at pinkman a hamiltonian champion has over two million dollars in the bank it's hard for me to look at 17 to one on the tote board do you think he has a chance off the rail here rod oh
10: absolutely he does uh like I said earlier, he's got early speed.
1: Uh, he actually looks pretty good on the racetrack yeah, right now.
10: Especially for him. I mean, he's had his soundness issues in the past, but uh, a sloppy track like this helps a horse like him. He yeah. he loves the slop. Definitely worth a play, especially from the rail and Yannick.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, listen, you can't ever discount Yannick, uh, who has won a Breeders' Crown here tonight. I won't tell you what he told me about uh, about his elimination draft last week, because there's some explicatives in there, but uh, I, you know, listen, this is a very well-matched field. I'm really surprised you're getting seven to one on Marion Marauder right now. Uh, Granted, I know it's post nine and uh, you know what? I might have to log in and uh, throw a few dollars on uh, Marion Marauder. I'm I'm pretty impressed with the value there.
10: Yeah. I mean, that's fair value. The nine hole, like you said, is the biggest issue for him. Uh, I don't like that, but, You know he's definitely a play, and especially when you're getting decent
1: value. Now, what do you think about Cruzada de la Noche here? Uh, You're getting two to one currently on a pretty wide open betting board, Uh, but you know two to one seems a little bit short off of that effort in the Breeders' Crown elimination last week.
10: Yeah, I agree 100%. It's too short for me. I would not take two to one on this horse. I bet him in the uh, international trot when he was thirty to one. I didn't bet him last week because I knew he would. he would end up getting bet, what was he, seven to five? Oh yeah. And uh, it didn't fire. I I don't think you're getting any kind of value at two to one on him, so I'm gonna pass.
1: Garnett, what do you think here, man? Race number nine, uh, getting ready to go to post. Uh who who's your pick? Where do you see the value at and uh where are you going?
4: I'm going to go for a big bomb here. I'm going to take a, we'll take charge from the eight hole at 20 million to one. It looks like Holy smokes. For Zato Del Noche was my top pick too, but I couldn't bet him a two to one. I think he's got a big shot, but um, you know, I'm six deep in the pick four here. I'm hoping for a bomb. So why not him?
1: Well, you know that, you know, that's the, the whole key to this whole handicapping thing is making money. And you guys preach this on your show all the time is you got to make money with your bets. Um, you can't make crazy bets. Um, you know, on on chalk all the time i mean you can make money with chalk once in a while but you can't always make money with chalk so every once in a while you got to attack some of these value play horses
0: yeah
10: it doesn't matter like i said earlier it doesn't matter what kind of value you're looking for if you're looking for value in a, a big favorite at even money maybe that's fine if you're looking for a 50 to 1 shot that should be 20 to 1 like we saw earlier that's perfectly fine Uh, you can find it, no matter what you're looking at.
1: Well, look at Dorsodoro head over on Middle Pace Night Garnet. Uh, Mate, our man Mate, I was, was going to say, I think we were all on him. It seemed like because Rich Richmante liked him. I be, I put a decent amount of money on him because I liked him. And then, I mean, you see what he did. I mean, you know, turning for home. I I, I don't know about you, but I thought I was a winner. Yeah, I, I like wanted to scream. Yeah. Parked a mile. You know, I really, really thought that i was a uh was a winner they'll be going to the gate here momentarily well rod listen thanks for stopping by my friend and uh, we certainly appreciate it and listen you guys do a heck of a job with your show keep up the good work and uh keep moving forward
10: well thanks for having me and thanks for coming on my show as well and uh you know best of luck and keep doing what you're doing everybody in the business appreciates it <laughs>
1: All right, they are headed to the Norton Shoemaker starting gate. Uh, I don't know if anybody else noticed this, but they switched to the backup starting gate uh, tonight. Um, they got to think that the uh, the sloppy track has a little bit something to do with that. They are headed to the gate. Let's send it upstairs to Mike Bozich with the live call of the ninth race. It's the Breeders' Crown Open Starting gate is rolling for number nine. Oh.
2: Open shrunk, Karen favorite a wide-open wagering board, 5-2. Number 6, Crisado Della Noci, Wagering all over the place in this wide-open event. He'll straightens out onto the back stretch, the Breeders' Crown Final. Open trotters from the downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. Very often trotting Run between rivals, top flight angel gets the first call. Off stride when Dunbar Hall. Two a brink from the outside. Homicide Hunter with good speed. Inside Guardian Angel Oz drops down from the center. Marion Marauder comes up down to third as they round the turn. Grossado Delanochi floats out wide of Pinkman who defends Pylon position. Warwe Rue next Two lengths cleared. Will take charge. And way behind after the break, they make their way towards that quarter. It's Dunbar Hall. They reach the opening quarter when a clocking of 27 seconds flat. They make their way towards for the first time, and it's top flight Angel who shows the way. side Hunter settles into the pocket second. Marion Marauder found the three hole, and he's three lengths off the lead, and on sets him to the outside again. Flushed by Guardian Angel and picks up cover. Hickman shoots the gap at the inside. Five lengths off the lead. Rosado Delanochi stood up into the Warwe Rue is fourth over. North the inside will take charge. Saves ground way back to Dunbar Hall. times on the board. 55 and three. Top flight Angel leads it by Three parts of a length as they start up the bank stretch. Outside, Marion Marauder continues to dig in. Inches forward now, second on the grind. Opposite Hunter at the inside in the pocket there. Guardian Angel Oz is perfectly positioned by Kikeli. Length and F off the lead, and now three wide here comes Crosado and inside Pinkman is no place to go in heavy traffic War We three wide with cover will take charge angles to the outsides only five lengths off the lead fired in traffic three quarters 124 and through it all top flight Angel leads Violin Crosado Delanochi trying to sustain out wide Marion Marauder still battling in between horses on the far outside War We Roo up the inside Homicide Hunter Nap now sends them the inside they straighten away top flight hall up the inside Homicide Hunter is all out outside Crosado Delanoche, Top Flight Angel, Homicide Hunter is getting there. First Breeders' Crown win for Napolitano, Homicide Hunter up the inside the win. Top Flight Angel second, touch for third. One fifty-two and three in the Breeders' Crown.
1: Homicide Hunter. Scores the victory at 4-1, to one, the first Breeders' Crown victory for George Napolitano, Jr. We'll talk about that more when we come back. We're going to take a 30-second timeout for station identification. This is the BetAmerica Radio Network. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by BetAmerica. Mike Carter, alongside of Garnet Barnsdale, just gotten. Jim Baviglia and Mike Bozich are in the announcer's booth here at the Downs at Mohegan, Sun, Pocono, and Garnet. I'll tell you what, Homicide Hunter, uh, you know, listen, they went some pretty hot fractions there 27, 55, and 3, 124. So uh, some decent fractions. top flight angel turning for home and scored a victory. You
4: you can't take anything away from him because he left and he got the position that he needed, but he absolutely tripped out. Um, You know, Mary Marauder was parked most of the mile. Uh, Once he started to back up, horses had to circle him and uh, it was clear sailing for homicide hunter, but look, uh, you know, as my son pointed out, he's uh, only three, three races uh, removed from setting a world record. So, um, you know, I mean, he figured as did a number of other horses, but he got the best trip. (laughs)
1: I heard part of that cover. That's why I'm laughing. I heard part of that conversation. We won't go there, but I heard part of that conversation. All right. So homicide hunter scores here in the ninth race at the downs at Mohegan at sun at Pocono. Uh, you know, you know, guys, it, this was a race where, you know, the trip made the difference. And Rod said, said it earlier, these type of races here seem like they are very, can be trippy if you're not careful.
4: And interestingly, uh, you know, Homicide Hunter shows no race where he really left that hard on his uh, page. But uh, you got Georgie Knapp in the middle of the gate post position here. You could have actually figured that uh, there's a reason why he's on this horse. All right. The 10th uh, race
1: is coming up next. We are
4: 14, 14 minutes away. Excuse me.
1: The upcoming 10th race, it's the Breeders' Crown final for mayor pacers. This kicks off the Rainbow Garnet and uh, a $75,000 mandatory payout guaranteed pool over $20,000 in the uh, in carryover money uh, that is it will seed this pool. Um, and race number 10 kicks off with the mayors, and I will tell you what, Garnet Charton, call me Queen B. Your country is in this group. Newborn Sassy is in this crook class. Uh, you also have Blue Moon Stride. This is a very tough race at its own rate. Right.
4: It is. Um, you know, I, I singled Charton here because I think she's going to try to control it, but uh, she's by no means a lock. It's just uh, somewhere along the line when you're, when you, you know, a five race sequence, you got to single somebody somewhere. And I figured I'll, uh, I'll single her right now.
1: Now Garnett, uh, let, let's kind of dive into this uh, pick five sequence a little bit. Uh, my ticket's a little bit different than yours. My ticket's ten dollars and eighty cents. Yours uh, appears to be thirty-eight forty, but you said you had to kind of cut it down a little bit. Uh, let's kind of talk about uh, kind of talk about this pick five, and uh, we'll kick it off. Well, the tenth race we talked about, I used. Three deep here. I went Chartin, 10, Call Me Queen Bee, and Pure Country. Uh, um,
4: those are the two that I tried. <laughs> I was trying to, trying to narrow, whittle well, it down from $100 to well, something.
1: Well, listen, magical. man. We, we, You know what? I went three deep in, the, in this leg. Um, race... Okay, well, we we, we tried to save ourselves there. I I forget to hit the unmute button, uh, Garnet. So I made you explain it twice. Uh, We sort of got disconnected there. Uh, We'll come back to what we were discussing here in just a moment. As um, Jess got – we'll be standing by with winner's circle reaction here in a moment um, from the – is Georgie Knapp, uh you know, listen, George Knapp hey, listen, he he's done everything there is to you know, everything there is to do in this sport, Garnet. And uh, he finally wins the Breeders Crown. He dominates the Pennsylvania circuit. Uh, it's good to see him get a victory.
4: You're sure that's his first Breeders Crown win, right?
1: That's what Mike said, yeah.
4: All right, because I'm typing that in here and I don't want like,
1: Well listen, if you listen, you blame you blame the announcer Mike Bosage if uh, you know, if they, if there's a mistake. I know his wife is listening right now and uh anyways.
8: We'll blame him for something later.
1: Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that, 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 that's right. The uh the <laughs> I'm sorry, that just made me laugh a little bit. While we're waiting on Jessica, let's go over the prices from the ninth race homicide hunter returns. Ten dollars twenty, five twenty, four dollars, uh finishing second of the four top flight angel five eighty, four twenty. And third, number seven Rue at nine dollars forty cents. Superfecta ninety three dollars seventy eight cents. The exact uh, five and four will uh, scroll up here momentarily. Cut off. I'm just kind of having to. We're having to do. Listen, we're both doing a couple of different jobs at uh, at one time here. We're going to get to Just Cotton here in just a second um, as the eleventh uh, race is up next or excuse me the 10th race is next 11th race is coming up let's talk about the 12th race um the breeder's crown for three-year-old colt pacers garnet this was a race i thought was kind of interesting and i went a couple horses deep here but i included schnitzel do something who i think could provide
4: cancer tells this race the only horse i left out was the nine i'm a big deal who i can't see winning from the nine hole um, I didn't really like Lather Up much from the eight hole, but Ace no. uh, talked me into putting him in. I Come
1: eight, on, I went, Ace!
4: I went eight deep, one through eight. I this is another race where I'm, I think Trip gets it done.
1: You know, listen, it's hard for me to like Lather Up in this spot, and I'll tell you why. Twice he's been to Pocono, twice he's made a break. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm not really convinced on Lather Up, uh, Lather Up here.
4: I'm not at all, but I think if the good leather up shows up, I don't want to get knocked out by him. You know, he's the only horse that could really beat me, so I just <laughs> put him on for an extra, whatever it cost me three dollars or four dollars. Or
1: all right, let's send it downstairs to Jess Gotten who's standing by. For
4: 50- <laughs>
5: Thanks, Mike. I'm joined here by winning trainer Chris Oaks. Chris, kind of talk to us a little bit about the horse coming into the race. He was the fastest trotter ever at Lexington. Didn't seem to come out of the race all that well, maybe. But what were you kind of thinking coming into tonight?
8: Uh, well, <clears throat> we shipped him after Lexington. Uh, we shipped him all the way back home to PA, and he was there about three days and sent him right to Yonkers on Friday for retention, and uh, he scoped sick after the, the Yonkers race. He was sick. I put him on antibiotics. There's no time to really do much, but you got to go back to work a week later. Uh, And I thought he was a little dull last week, but like I said, he was on antibiotics all week last week. And uh, I thought he'd be better tonight, but you just don't know until they get out there and do it. And sure enough, he showed up.
5: Well, he did. He raced phenomenal out of the two-hole. Now, you have another one a little later, Caprice. So, kind of talk to us a little bit about her.
8: Well, another filly. uh, We raced her. I just got her probably maybe 10 days, two weeks before Lexington. In Lexington, it was just ideal conditions. I pulled all four shoes, raced her barefoot. She was great. Last week, she had shoes on. It felt like she was just sticking here like uh, too much, and and she was hitting her knees and hitting her shins. Uh, We're pulling her shoes, again. It's not a great night to do it, but I know going barefoot, she's going to be way better than with shoes, so I'm going to just take my best shot and race her barefoot tonight.
5: Well, congratulations and best of luck. Thank you so much. And back to you, Mike.
1: All right, congratulations to the winning at connections of Homicide Hunter. We're gonna take you a quick quick timeout. When we come back, we'll have more from post time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. New Vocations
2: Resource Adoption Program. Retrain, rehab, rehome. New Vocations focuses on adoption as the optimal solution for the large numbers of horses that leave the track each year. The program provides rehabilitation and transitional training to prepare the horses for a productive life beyond racing. Each horse is evaluated for temperament, soundness, and suitability to help ensure a successful adoptive match. New Vocations Racehorse Adoption Program, celebrating 25 years and over 6,000 horses placed. Learn more at newvocations.org.
1: by five,
8: 5
0: The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life-changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org.
1: We're back of this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, Garnett Barnesdale, Jess Scott, and Mike Bozich and Jim Baviglia standing by as they prepare to come on to the racetrack for the upcoming 10th race. Garnett, let's kind of go back through what we were doing. Um, that was going through the pick five sequence. Were you done with race 12, the three-year-old cold pace, or do you have a couple other things you want to talk
4: about? No, you know what? I just wide open. I went one through eight, open for a price, to be honest.
1: All right, the 13th race and I put NF Happenstance on my ticket. I was kind of impressed uh, with her effort last week. Number five, Emoticon Hanover was the other horse that I used. Um, I left Ariana G off my ticket. I might be kicking myself later, but who knows?
4: Yeah, I went three deep here. I put Emoticon uh, on at the last second. to the way she did uh, in the elimination, I used Ariana G. I don't think you can leave her out. And uh, the other one I used was Broadway Donna, who I understand had uh, an eventful trip last week. I didn't actually see her elimination. I should have. I should have seen them all. But yes, you uh, should have. I'm a busy guy sometimes. Busy, and, uh, busy.
1: Yeah. Listen, even your son rolling his eyes. Busy Broadway, guy. Broadway
4: Donna is a classy mare, and I think from the rail she's got a shot. So I went one five eight there.
1: All right, the fourteenth race. Um, you know, I'm gonna. I'm probably gonna get kicked for this again. But I did not use Lazarus. Nor did I. I, I did not use Lazarus on my pick five ticket. I used Mick Wicked. I used Rock and Ron. And you're gonna laugh at this, but I used all bets off. You're gonna say. It. <laughs> you just knew it. You're stuck on that I am. I'm stuck um, on him. And listen, you know what? Uh, And I'm sad Mackie Kelly's
4: not driving him tonight. I don't. Once again, I mean these are only opinions about the way horses race. There's no no uh, no offense meant to be taken by anybody, but. uh, the way I see the uh, Lazarus's races, he had pretty easy trips in the two races that he won at uh, you know, Hoosier Park and, and Lexington. Um, anytime he's had a tough trip, he's come up a little bit short. Not to say he can't win this race, but um, I like McWicket better. I think right now he's just a bit of a better horse. And I think Don't Tell Me Again has been kind of unlucky in some of these races. Um, you know, you can see he can motor home in 25 and 3, 25 flat in one of them. Um, I think t probably going to put him in action a little bit earlier. And the other thing is, I think um, Lazarus has lost a little bit of his mystique. I think when he first showed up here, um, the first race, they all just kind of took a seat behind him, like they were, um, you know, afraid to take him on. And I, I don't think I think there's a bit of a chink in his armor. Like once again, absolutely the horse can win the race, but uh, I like the other two better, and I only decided to go too deep uh, in this leg.
1: All right, let's kind of recap our tickets here, Garnet. Uh, we'll start with you. You've got the actual ticket in front of you, so I'll let you recap yours.
4: Okay, so I'm uh, two with the one three four seven. With one through eight, with one five eight, with three six for thirty eight forty.
1: I went to two. Excuse me, I'm looking at the wrong race here. I went two three five, with the three. I did single. Excuse me, I did. I, excuse me, I used Phaetosif as well. Three seven, um, with the one two five, with the three five because I left out Dariana G. That's going to come back to get me. And then I went three deep in the final leg um with mcwicked rock and ron and all bets off that is a ten dollar and eighty cent play uh so a couple couple of decent plays here ten dollars and eighty cents for me just over thirty dollars for Garnet but Garnet, you said yourself that uh you had to uh kind of cut your ticket down a little bit
4: yeah when i first um i kind of wrote, i kind of start out by writing down every course I like and then I see if I can afford it. And uh, sometimes this leads the tears after when you're like, oh man, I had that horse <laughs> run down and took it out. But uh, when push came to shove, I, you know, I think, um, I think Tietric and Sharton are going to grab control of this race some probably between the quarter and the half. And, uh, it, you know, I think she's the most reliable one in the sequence to um, single based on her record and what she's done so far this year.
1: All right, the next $25 winner is Janice Brown. Janice Brown, reach out to us at Post Time with Mike and Mike. You have 5 minutes to do so. We did not have a winner in the first go-around so Janice Brown, listen Ace, I need you to grow your hair a little bit longer than it already is to uh, be a Janice, but uh you know, we we'll, we'll go from we'll we'll take a look at that uh, in just a yeah, that that's right. All right, let's go through the uh the, we listen, we we talked right over the uh post parade here. Uh, for race number 10, let's kind of go through the field here. Garnet, uh, race number 10 is the finals of the Mare Pacers. Number one, Twinkle, is a uh, is a mare that really wasn't on my radar. She was uh, had to be on yours a little bit because she raced at Woodbine Mohawk Park for trainer Ross Krogan. And at the time, she was with Tony O'Sullivan. Um, I'm going to assume that Krogan sends a lot of his horses to O'Sullivan up there uh, to race. Uh, she had broken equipment back on September 22nd, took all uh, the month off before her Breeders' Crown Elimination, and then came back and uh, really raced well off a perfect trip.
4: Yeah, you know, she's 13 to 1. I mean, she's not impossible, probably got a good spot early. Um, she raced okay in the Milton. I, I, wouldn't give, I wouldn't quibble with anybody that wanted to try her at 13 to 1. There she is right in front of us there. She looks good, turning. Yeah. Uh, the two Chardonnay, uh 17 for 22 this year, made 833000 The apple of Joanne Looney King's eye, I think, right now. <laughs> Um, one or elimination easily, not as fast as call me queen B, but, uh, you don't really, you know, they only pay you 20 or 12,500. How fast do you want to go? I think, uh, she's the one to beat here. Obviously
1: call me queen B number three with Eric Carlson. This is the other Ross Krogan trainee. This is an interesting horse to me, Garnet. uh, that Eric Carlson is going to get the mount back after a... But Carlson's not a name you see on a lot of stakes horses. This is kind of an interesting play for me here.
4: Yeah, and I mean she just, she kind of came to life just in her last couple starts. I think um, she's got a shot, but um, I don't know. I'm it, it, I, just uh, when when push comes to shove, I, I just don't think she's as good as Sharton, But that doesn't mean she can't trip out in behind her or, or or you know get a trip to win. And it's pretty hard to toss a horse that that's coming off a fifty and three mile last week. All
1: right. Number four, I'll let you go with Lakeisha Hall then.
4: Lakeisha Hall, uh, you know, just barely made the final, but the the races before that she was leaving and doing much better. Um, If she leaves a bit here, she could be an interesting price play maybe for the bottom of the try.
1: All right. Number five. Oh, I could not stop yawning tonight. I don't know what the deal is. Number five is Pure Country, and this is a horse I let beat me out of a pick four last year. I think you might remember it. I was live going into the pick four. I was great with about 50 yards to go, and then Pure Country snapped me right at the line. So, uh, you know, I, I put her on the ticket. She's kind of been hit or miss over the last couple of starts, but she's kind of rounding back into form. I got to think that Yannick Jingra and Jimmy Tactor may team up for another victory here.
4: And she's only one for 13 this year, but she does have a flair for coming up big in the big moments, uh, such as last year's Breeders' Crown, for example. Uh, the six Carol Tem, 20 to 1 in the morning line, currently much higher on the board. I can't quite see it, but it looks like uh, 30 or 50-something to 1. Um, you know, for, for long-shot lovers only, I guess, with this one, in my opinion.
1: Number seven is Newborn Sassy, another Jim King trainee uh, owned by CC Racing LLC and Joanne Looney King. Um, this is a you know an interesting mare. Uh, she's made just over a million dollars. She just recently became a millionaire uh, with winning efforts at Yonkers Race back in early September. Uh, newborn Sassy is kind of an interesting play here, seventy-five to one though, uh, off a six-to-one morning line. Wow, holy smokes! Is she not taking any money?
4: I think Blue Moon Stride is an interesting one to use on the bottom. Maybe she's uh, fourth, beaten two lengths. Her last two starts looks like she's kind of getting a little bit better uh, as the year goes on. She's been a you know she's been a classy mare her whole life, made over a million dollars. She'll be coming late. I would uh, if I was playing tries, I would definitely put her uh, on the bottom of the try in the super.
1: And number nine is Caviar Alley. Caviar Alley is a uh, is a mare who took the jug at last year, Garnet, and uh, she really bounced back from her three, three-year-old season to her four-year-old season. We know how big of a step up that is uh, from three to four, and she's handled it uh, with absolute disdain.
4: She's been really good all year, and, you know, she's uh, coming off a race where she was beaten, uh, third beaten at even money in her elimination, and now she's taking no money, and, you know, I mean, we're just – we just turned the page on a race where Homicide Hunter barely made the final by finishing fifth and won. So, I mean, it's, <laughs> it might be, you know, obviously it's a tough task from the nine hole, but she's had some miles this year. Like, eight, three, four, three, three back half. this mare, you know, fits right in on class. And um, if she can pull off some kind of a trip, there's no reason why she can't be right there. All right, the pick
1: five starts here. Garnet it's going to be interesting to see how much money they bid. We'll find that out. Following the race, the Norton Shoemaker starting gate is moving into position for the 10th race. It is the Breeders' Crown, a mayor, a final of pace going for a purse of two hundred seventy thousand dollars Send it upstairs to the voice of the Downtown Mohegan Sun Pogo, Jim Viglia.
7: There's Pacers to the gate for tonight's 10th race at Pogo. This is the final Breeders' Crown 2018. The mayor pace for the purse of $270,000. Caviar Alley. Blue moon, moon Stride, Newborn Sassy, Carol Z Tim, and around the turn they go. Pure Country, Lakeisha Hall, call me Queen B, Sharpman, Twinkle, Twinkle, Sharpman, call me Queen B, Lakeisha Hall, Pure Country, Carol Z Tim, Newborn Sassy, Moon, moon Stride and Caviar Alley. Pacers have reached the back stretch, and they are underway. The inner third all firing early on at the pylons there, Twinkle, Sharton right alongside, call me Queen Bee, just a link back. Uh, Representing on the outer group there is Caviar Alley into fourth past Lakeisha Hall followed there by Pure Country, who's away 6th, followed by Carol Tam. Then comes Newborn Sassy in the early trailer here, Blue Moon Stride, and the early dust-up for the lead won by Sharton Takes him to the quarter here, 26-1. and one. Smoking opening panel here in the slot, laid down by Sharton at 1-2. to two. So, Tim Teatrick deciding to control the pace early here, leads it by a length and a quarter with Twinkle tracking from the pocket. Lakeisha Hall kicking on the outside, Matt Cichely trying to prevent Sharton from an easy lead. Inside fourth, call me Queen B. Caviar Alley now jumps out second over. Pure Country will have a third over journey. And inside, Carol Tam at the back, Newborn Sassy and Blue Moon Stride. The half mile 54 and 3, 28 and 2. Second panel, fractions honest, and then some as up front, Sharton trying to get away from the pursuit. On the outside, the first over by Lakeisha Hall, now within three parts of the length of the lead and inching forward. Great trip worked out for Zeron with Twinkle. Second over, Caviar Alley is two back. Call me Queen Bee, saving ground. Pure Country, third over, a lot of traffic to overcome there. Then Carol Z10, Blue Moon Stride, Newborn Sassy Trails, three quarters, 123 even, 28 2, third panel. Lakeisha Hall continues to pester the leader. Sharton in the pocket. Twinkle, Pure Country coming up out wide. Top of the stretch, it's Sharton with a host of horses behind. Twinkle takes aim in the passing lane. Now Caviar Alley in full gear outside. Sharton feel feeling. Caviar Alley all out. Sharton digging deep. Sharten Sharton's going to dig in here and get the win here. Sharton, tough on the front end, said none shall pass for Tim Petrick. Oh, Gabby hey, Alley was second, up. pure country, third, a photo for fourth, and Sharton guts it out. and So Sharton
1: sh- sh- so wins. We're going to turn Jim Baviglia down here. He's so got every reason to be excited. Boy, did she fire. Now, granted, you said there was an angle, but when they came back to a regular shot, she was about a length up on, uh, on, uh, the inside horse
4: twinkle there. Yeah. It looked like uh, twinkle got even briefly. I, I think, I think that's a bit of an optical illusion. I'm sure of it, but, um, <laughs> she was close to even with her. And then when they panned out, uh, you could see she was, uh, she was going to be clear, but big effort by caviar alley. See what I see what I mean? Like that's, uh, that two nine is not a bad uh, bad way to bet the exacter in that race.
1: <laughs> Caviar Alley came storming home to what appears to be second over Newborn Sassy. We talked a little bit about Newborn Sassy uh, in uh, before the race went off. She went off at seventy five to one. That is unreal on that horse.
4: Where'd she finish?
1: Looks like she finished third.
4: No, I think the five was third on the far outside. I'm pretty sure. Was it the more.
1: oh? Was that the nine in between them? Okay, nine so, in between.
4: So two nine five.
1: Okay, so two nine five and uh, sixty nine thousand in new money into the pick five here at the Downs at and All thirty eight dollars and forty
4: cents. of mine is live.
1: Well, there you go. All ten dollars and eighty cents. of mine's live too. So well, John,
4: I, you used three horses in this race,
1: right? All ten dollars so, and the l- stop it. Dead. Oh, here we go. The the, the <laughs> this guy. I, I've got I've got a live ticket and he doesn't want to hear it. You know, I I you know, it just uh
4: I hope we both hit
1: it. All right, we're gonna take a thirty second timeout for station identification. This is the Bet America Radio Network. <laughs> We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, alongside of Garnett Barnsdale. Jessica Otten is standing by in the winner's circle. We will have winner's circle reaction following this Breeders' Crown race here in a moment. No real surprise here, though, guys, uh, from the 10th race as Shartin. Boy, did she put in a big, monstrous effort. But, you know, Garnet, it, it was no real surprise, uh, no real surprise at all.
4: No, like I said, I mean, uh, you know, from the way I saw it, uh, t was going to try and control it. He did. It looked briefly like he might be in a little bit of trouble in the stretch, but her class and speed prevailed uh, in the end. And uh, control it, he did.
1: All right. It is official. Chartin returns $3. That's actually not a bad price, Garnet. Uh, I expected maybe, $2.60, maybe you, two sixty, dollars 60
6: maybe. I thought she'd
4: be a little bit higher, actually. I thought she'd be maybe 3 or 4 to $5. But um, I thought...
1: his first breeder's crown victory of the night. And I was looking at the purses uh, for these races, Garnet, and I'm kind of 270 seems a little light. Obviously it's based on staking, uh, but you know, the mare pacers Garnet, you you don't really see a whole lot of them, you know, a whole lot of them around. So they kind of take shots at each
4: other. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I kind of don't understand why is this one so much lower
1: well, so, you, well, it's got to do with, something with staking that's all, you okay. know so it's a stake, yeah, yeah. obviously the staking re- 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 goes towards the uh sure. the per- the purse of the race, so you know that that's why I say you know the, these mares kind of take shots at each other yeah. throughout the year. You don't really see a whole lot of horses kind of you know show up in these races that's why I'm surprised like number one twinkle put in a monster effort from the rail.
4: Yeah, I mean, she was there most of the way. She just, uh, I think class showed uh, as they came down the stretch. I think the three classiest horses in the race uh, were the ones that finished one, two, three, to be honest. And um, the value was in using the nine horse and the exactor, I think. I wish I went and did it myself.
1: All right, race number 11 is up next. Garnet has been licking his chops for this race all night long. He's got about $300 in his hand. He's getting ready to go put it on Atlanta to win.
4: No, no, uh, I hope she gets beat. I'm, I want <laughs> Lily Stride to blow up this Rainbow
1: Five. Well, listen, Lily Stride is uh, 26-1 to currently on the board, 9-2 to currently on the one plunge blue chip. No real surprise there. Taking a little bit of money, 8-5 to on the three Atlanta, um, 9-5 to on the seven uh, Fetosive, and I'm a little bit surprised here about the money that's being taken on Manchego. Manchego hasn't been really all that great over the last few starts. I tell you, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't take seven to two on Manchego I right now. I like, don't,
4: I don't particularly like her in this race. It's kind of a reputational. People think maybe she's going to bounce back. I mean, maybe she is. Maybe she needed her last start. We know we've seen her beat Atlanta. I saw her do it at Mohawk. Um, she's one of the classiest fillies in the field. So. I don't like the price either. And, you know, I also don't like the price on Fetosive. You know, she's going to get way overbought on the driver change. I, I'm not sure that she's uh, better than either Atlanta or Plunge Blue Chip, but um, we'll see, I guess.
1: You know who she is better
4: than? You. Absolutely. No. <laughs> I only got two legs, so I don't run very <laughs> fast as uh, she can uh, trot.
1: Oh, my goodness. All right, so uh, Just we will be standing by with uh, Joanne Looney King here in a moment. We're also going to take a timeout here after that uh, interview. We'll highlight Northwood uh, Bloodstock, Hanover Shoe Farms, blooded horse, and VIP Internet Stables Garnet. I'm going to spring this on you now. Um, towards the end of the show, uh, our good friends at Hanover Shoe Farms, uh, we we decided to introduce a new segment into our show or into our live remote uh, here tonight. And it's the MVP. You see it after everything. You see the you see, um, the MVP, uh, following sports, you know? So tonight we're going to do a, there's two categories. There's an owner category and there is a driver trainer, um, horse category. So, you know, they're kind of lumped together for for
4: tonight's action for
1: for tonight's action. If there was
4: a, if there was a broadcaster, I mean, obviously I'd be a lock.
1: Yeah. One to one to five. Right one to listen to this that would guy be an power, overlay. To, yeah
4: overlay
1: overlay <laughs> jiminy cricket over you you listen to this ace one to five that it's an overlay goodness gracious well no listen garnett uh, you do a hell of a job for us and i can you know honestly say that and uh listen jessica is uh she's standing by so i can't talk about it on the show just yet right uh, she's the mvp yeah no yeah kid. yeah we're gonna we got we got a little bit uh, uh of a surprise plan for her later so oh, good um you know uh, we're gonna have some fun and I tell you, while we're waiting on her to call in, uh, she just got this job at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment, and it's well deserved, if you ask me, Garnet. Uh, she has worked her butt off for us for the past uh, three years, and I can't be more proud of her.
4: I can't believe the travel that she puts in to do these uh, to do these shows and a lot of the other stuff that she does. I mean, I look at the travel that I do, and it wears me out. Obviously, she's a lot younger, but I mean, she does way more, and it's just incredible. And she, you know, she does a fantastic job everywhere she goes. She's got a good rapport with the horsemen, and um, she's pretty unflappable. Like, she's, sometimes she's out there in the 100-mile-an-hour winds or rain or whatever. Nothing rattles her. Um, she's, you know, she's going to be a huge asset to the Meadowlands. Of that, we have no doubt.
1: You know, I, I remember there's one memory in my mind that kind of sticks out. And I, here, of course, we're sitting on the turn here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono, so I can see it as it's happening. But remember at the Meadowlands after the Hamiltonian final, we – we – you know, listen, we don't ever chase people down for interviews. It just – you know, if they come to us, great. If not, you know, I tell her, to, hey, don't worry about it. It is what it is. She she followed Ernie Hendry all the way around – almost all the way around the first turn, remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she uh, – you know. Healthy. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, she works her butt off, and she does a great – on getting Joanne Looney King the 12th – excuse me, the 11th race is getting ready to come up next. Atlanta currently at 2-1. Taking the money right now, as expected, is Faitosif. Uh, We'll talk more about that and uh, much more after this timeout. You've got post time with Mike and Mike, presented by BetAmerica.
3: Ever dream of owning your own racehorse? How would you like to get in the winner's circle? With the number one harness racing partnership in the U.S., VIP State. There's nothing like the thrill of your horse coming down the stretch. To find out more, call VIP Stable at 877-VIP-WIN-1 or visit us on the web at www.vipstable.com. Turning horse racing fans into racehorse owners. Be a winner.
8: Selling
2: at Harrisburg, November 5th through the 9th, are 75 yearlings from top families and by leading sires, including Muscle Hill, Sunbeach Subway, Sweet Lou, Chapter 7, Father Patrick, Art Major, American Ideal, Explosive Matter, and many others. Well over 200 racehorses and brood mares and stallion shares, featuring mares in Fold to Always Be Mickey, Captain Treacherous, Sweet Lou, Father Patrick, Betting Line, Trixton, Cadabra, and others. And mares in Fold to the first crops of Down by the Seaside, Huntsville, and What the Hill, also featuring fabulous fillies, including the world champion aged pacing mayor of the year, hip number 1325, Lady Shadow, and standout stinks and open a winner of nearly $1.5 million, hip number 1322, Charmed Life. For further information or catalog requests, contact Bob Bonnie at NorthwoodBloodstock.com. That's NorthwoodBloodstock.com.
1: Some beach
3: somewhere. One forty-six and four! Captain Treacherous sprinting to the line. One
7: forty-nine and two. Sebastian K. One forty-nine! flat. A
8: command performance!
2: The finest head to one place to solidify their legacy. Harrisburg yearling videos are now available at HanoverPA.com. That's HanoverPA.com.
3: Hanover Shoe Farms, where champions gather. The greatest name
2: and harness racing.
1: Check out the fall speed sale coming up on November 13th through the 15th at the Champion Center in Springfield, Ohio. The online catalog is now available at bloodedhorse.com. Attention horsemen, we are now accepting supplement entries to sell after the catalog on Thursday, November 15th. Enter your horse online now. For more information, visit bloodedhorse.com. That's bloodedhorse.com. Com. Also like us on our Facebook page for up-to-date information. That's the Falls Beast Sale, November 13th through the 15th at the Champion Center in Springfield, Ohio. Sale starts at 9.30 a.m. each day. Remember, bloodedhorse.com for more information. We're back on this edition of Host Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Ben America. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich and Jim Bavigli, who are upstairs. Garnet Barn sale right next to me in the co-host chair. And Jessica Otten Who just happens to be standing by With Joanne Looney King
5: Thanks Mike Join with Joanne Looney King Joanne she's 18 for 23 on the year Kind of talk to us a little bit about going into the race She's been phenomenal all year long uh, Yeah she has
0: and of course it, 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 We all know we
10: keep hearing Well Breeders Crown It's Everything boils down to Breeders Crown And you know how that goes mm-hmm. you, you just can't win every start It just doesn't work like that And I thought uh well maybe she just pulled it out for me one more time and uh she did she did she's a good
5: mare, mare. Coming turning turning for home coming down the lane she really dug in what were your thoughts going through your head well i just do she she ha she wears a she wears her hood she wears earpieces and she wears plugs inside all that so she has to be able to see the horses mm-hmm.
8: and uh as soon as she sees them you see she accelerates right. on again so uh she knows what to do
5: what's uh what's next for her Uh, Probably TVG at Meadowlands. We'll see you there. Awesome. Yes, you will see me there. Yes. Um, Okay, you have one more in tonight. Don't tell me again. They didn't have an elimination, but he's been all too sharp as well this year.
8: Uh, He's a good little horse. He's some good horses, and uh, he's the young guy of the
5: field. But he's done amazing things, too. We were
8: so thrilled with him. it's been such a great year such a great year.
5: Well we are all happy for you. Congratulations and best of luck. Oh, thank you so much thank you so much that you Mike.
8: <laughs> thank you
1: Jess gotten a very joyful Joanne Looney King and Garnet that's
5: you know one thing
1: about the King family, Garnet is they are very into this sport of uh, artist racing. and uh, I tell you what this um,
4: they feel is uh, is something special. They're also great interviews.
1: Oh yeah, they uh, are fantastic interviews.
4: Joanne will tell you exactly what she thinks, which is great. Um, and uh, you know, yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's nice when they get some good horses because you can tell uh, you can tell how overjoyed they are, and you know, the whole family participates, as as do a lot of families, I guess.
1: We'll get back to uh, Joanne Looney King in a minute. Race number eleven is about to step on the racetrack. It is the uh, three-year-old filly uh, uh, trot the stakes record here one fifty-two and two. Sh- by Shake and carry back in 2014 at the meadowlands uh the fastest garnet three-quarter clocking is 124 flat so uh some interesting uh some interesting just kind of tidbits here
4: for this race uh, here
1: yeah for this race here some interesting kind of tidbits they might get there faster than 24
4: yeah, that, doesn't seem, that doesn't seem
1: doesn't seem very you, fast at all. you think
4: it would be something a little bit than faster that, than that, that yeah for sure
1: Let's uh, take a look at the field. Number one is Plunge Blue Chip for trainer-driver Oki Fonsted. A disappointing uh, effort, uh, not effort, excuse me, a disappointment uh, from the three-year-old cold trot that we didn't get to see, um, that we didn't get to see uh, six-pack earlier this evening. But Plunge Blue Chip uh, made, a, made up a decent amount of ground last week, uh, scored by three and a quarter lengths uh, after making a break in the Kentucky-Philly uh, Futurity blue chip draws the inside tonight, four to one, uh, four to one on the morning line as well. It's going to be, uh, you know, I think it's going to be tough, but I think four to one is the right price if you're going to play her
4: at her best. She's as good as any of these. I mean, we've seen her, um, I think it was, uh, the night before the Hamble, the night before the night of no, the Meadowlands, Meadowlands pace
1: night, night. Yeah, Meadowlands where she pace beat
4: uh, Manchego in 49 and a piece. And I think that was the first, uh, Philly to ever beat one fifty yep. at that time. So absolutely. She's got a shot. The two su- supergirl Riley, Fifth place finisher in elimination uh, probably looks to maybe tag along and take a piece of this uh, racing on the inside. I would think.
1: Number three is Hamiltonian champion Atlanta, and listen, it's so quiet in this room. I, I hopefully we won't hear you on the mic like we did the last time. No,
4: you. I don't have a bet. That was the biggest bet I've made uh, probably in two years. So no, you.
1: I got a funny story in a minute about Atlanta, but Atlanta, the Hamiltonian champion, uh, has won two of her last uh, six starts, and she's really done no wrong. After that Hamiltonian effort, she battled sickness a little bit, Garnet. but she, you know, they weren't really using it as an excuse, but she still hit the board. So she's still not a bad horse, and even while she was racing while sick, she still looked good.
4: Yeah, I think she uh, started to come back to form in the Kentucky Futurity. She went uh, two big heats that day, first one in 49 and four. I mean, we know everything was flying over that track, but that's still a good mile and then came back the easily won. The interesting uh, race within a race here is going to be whether Fetosef takes her on early with uh, the driver change to Brennan, but we can talk about that in a minute. The four, Lily Stride, is one that I uh, threw onto my uh, pick four ticket, hoping uh, you know if you're going to blow up some tickets, this is the race to do it by using a horse that's not one of the top four, which everybody's going to use. She might have a shot if she can get out and get up near the front early.
1: Number five, looking for Zelda for trainer Norm Parker, Rob Key, is the owner, uh, was third last week, uh was a winner of the bucket, uh, two starts back at Delaware. This horse is, you know, uh, had a little bit of luck this year. 170000 is nothing to sn- sniff at. That's for sure. I hope our uh, trotter makes that much money in one year. because Then well, I'll make about $1,700. i will be happy with that.
4: I'd be very happy with it. The sixth, Courtney Hanover, comes in off a fourth-place finish for uh, Rick Zeron's driving. Uh, Rick, uh, the trainer and uh, driver here. Um, Courtney Hanover is a horse that I've seen race, uh, up North, maybe not in this league, but listen, she qualified for the final. So the, that's why they race them.
1: Number seven is Faye Tosiv, who's getting, uh, really overbed here. Two to one, uh, currently off a five to one morning line. They're all betting George Brennan here. There's no shot, do, no doubt about it, but in, in a way she sort of deserves it a little bit. Uh, she's really raced uh sharp. She's closed from off the pace. And I think Faitosev has a little bit of a chance here.
4: 8, Manchego, 19 for uh, 25 lifetime, currently sits on the board at 9 to 2, I think. That's about where I figure she'd be racing from the 8 hole. She Listen, she's not impossible in this spot. I don't love her, but um, you, can you discount Jimmy Tactor and Yannick Jinger on a race like this with a horse that's uh, won most of her races? I don't know.
1: I've been really disappointed with Manchego this year coming off of her 2-year-old uh, season, but she's hit the board in just about every start this year, so can't be but so disappointed. But the one start she did miss the board, Garnet was right here at the Downs of Bohegan Sun like Pocono, so it be interesting to see what happens. Number nine, I'm Pink 2, coming off a 149-4 and four world record effort um, back at Lexington. Uh, took two weeks off, something Homicide Hunter did not do following the uh, world record performance, and I think that couple of... ...and Brian Sears, that might be worth a little bit of a play here.
4: Uh, from the nine hole, not with my money, but um, it's not... A... <laughs> You go do it. I will. Okay. I might.
1: I might. You know. We'll see. I might throw a few bucks in my Bet America account and see what I can do. There you uh, go, man. With I'm pink too. So funny story. Uh, you know, while we have some time here, and um, and we're gonna have Mike Bozich and um, and Jim Baviglia uh, on the program here in just a little bit <coughs> um, after the 12th race, as we get ready for the 11th race. But Guardian, I got to tell you a story. So I sent you the French. The French uh, announcer's call from the Hambletonian. Do you you remember that? I do. There was only one person I heard in the background of that thing, and this guy right here – now listen, the the French guy was animated. He was very loud and very animated and what have you, but in the background I hear, take that – for a, for a for a easy trip or something, trip. whatever whatever you're saying. He wasn't
7: tripping out nothing. He yeah. wasn't tripping out nothing. Yeah, well,
1: listen, I heard it on the French guy's broadcast. He probably heard it in his earpiece. It was like, God, I wish this 90-year-old would shut up. Good Lord. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, I bought you dinner after. Oh, no, I didn't. I didn't. You couldn't come out. I bought the uh, Mike Bosich dinner, and then we went and won the Sprint Home uh, back in the race book, and we lost most of it back. Well,
1: listen, that's where you caught the video of him, you know. That's and, it, man. Uh, Win the Sprint Home. Win the sprint home. Well, the 11th race is coming up and, uh, listen so we have, we, you know, and Garner, we could kind of talk about this a little bit. We have a lot of fun on this program. We try, we try Absolutely. to, you know, we try to be serious about it, but listen, I can't, you know, I can only sit and listen to myself talk for, you know, a few minutes. Um, at a time, and so it, it's nice because up here in this spot, so it, it, looking around, it's kind of like an office setting. Uh, right. It's called Dial-a-Bet up here, where they people call in and make their wagers, and uh so the phones are ringing off the hook up here. Uh, they're they're doing some decent money, so that's pretty impressive in its own right.
4: Yeah, I think they're doing good business here. I was uh I was thinking of trying to figure out a way to call in some bets myself, but I don't think they'd allow me to open an account. But listen,
1: I wouldn't allow you to open an account. The uh, the nine thirty winner of a twenty five dollar bet. We haven't ca- we haven't had one in person. Turn these in yet, so uh, I'm not sure if we're we just got low listenership or you know Garnet decided to pay everybody twenty five dollars not to listen. But Jason Repe R E P E E, you have five minutes to contact post time with Mike and Mike via Facebook or Twitter, and uh, we'll be happy to get your twenty five dollar wager to you placed through our um, through our sponsor, Bet America. So let's take a look, uh, Garnet, uh, Plunge Blue Chip. Um, you know, it doesn't look too bad. Her head's not bobbing all that much, so I'm pretty happy with that. Uh, she doesn't look like she wants to break, which is nice. And i tell you, Plunge Blue Chip's got a little bit of a chance here.
4: Yeah, you know what? That was a monster effort last week in the elimination. Um, I, I think she's got a pretty good chance. Uh, starting from the inside doesn't hurt. So uh, four to one, she's worth a bet for sure
1: manchego currently sitting on the board at five to one that's a now, now now that might be worth a little bit of that might be worth a play manchego at five to one uh but looking at her on the racetrack garnet if look check out the tv behind well you can't see it now she looks a little short behind that's a that's a little concerning for me
4: you look a little short behind man. hey
1: easy um, easy
4: I really have no idea. I, I don't know how to. I don't know. I don't know what you're looking at when you tell me that. I'd like to pretend that I'm some kind of an expert when I look at that, but uh, I don't. Really, I couldn't agree or disagree to be honest.
1: Number four, Lily Stride is on the TV. Boy, does she look relaxed right now?
4: Go uh, Lily, Dietrich
1: go! In the sulky, twenty-seven to one, and uh, she she looks pretty relaxed out there at the racetrack.
4: She does. Does, does she knows the race coming up though?
1: Well, that that, that might be part of the uh, that might be part of the problem here.
4: Are we going to the gate here? I
1: don't see. Oh, I do see the lights of the Norton Shoemaker starting gate. So here at Pocono, a lot of tracks guard it. You don't see it now, where they put the lights on to call the horses to the gate. Here they use the lights on top of the starting gate oh, cool. to call them to the starting gate. So, you know that that to me is you know again it's the little things, little things like that that kind of make me uh, sure you know make me uh, make me smile. Well, the 11th race is the three-year-old Philly trot. Horse of the year implications here. For Atlanta, I, I really, so, yeah. I, I really think if she wins here, she will be trotter. She's trotter of the year. There's no doubt in my mind. She wins the Breeders' Crown. She's trotter of the Absolutely. year. Absolutely. The question is, who will she take on as pacer of the year? If McWicked and Lazarus both lose later on tonight, she locks it up right here. Atlanta attempting uh, maybe possibly uh, some Breeders' Crown glory with possible horse of the year implications. Let's send it up to Mike Bozich with the live call of the three-year-old Philly trot.
2: on the turn
7: three-year-old Philly trying
2: to straighten out onto the back stretch the Breer's crown rolls on at the down it's the Mohegan Sun poking over they're all set they're often trotting off stride, I'm pink too. Nine minute break, right at the word go. Atlanta from between the moves out for the lead. Manchego has put him to play early. Inside, plunge, blue chip moves out. Fayotosib left, and now Brennan grabs hold. Supergirl Riley moves through along the inside, defending pylon position. This will force Fayotosib to drop in fifth. And she's five lengths off a of battle up top, nearing quarter one. Lily strides in early sixth by a length, racing in seventh, looking for Zelda. They reach the opening quarter with a clocking of 26 and 400 speed up top you yes lead change now, Atlanta. Atlanta's on the retake. Here comes Manchego attacking now. Lunge blue chip release for pocket position. Third with five-eighths of a mile remaining. Supergirl Riley is three lengths off an emerging battle. Fourth. Featosa is biding her time from fifth as they make their way towards the half. On the inside in sixth position comes Lily Stride. That one just flushed Featosa out of fifth. Back to seventh looking for Zelda. Five lengths clear of Courtney Hanover. Way back on pink two. Fifty four and two. Off the bank stretch they go. And Atlanta's clear by a length now, three parts. Outside, Manchego's fighting the good fight. Blanchett, blue chip to the inside third. On the outside, Phaetosif is strong on cover. Only two lengths off the lead. Fourth with three-eighths of a mile remaining. Supergirl Riley looks for racing him at the inside fifth. Lily Stride is third up and six away. Looking for Zelda's box to the inside. And Courtney Annabra has excess cover, but it's still Atlanta. Three quarters. 123 and 4. Around the far turn to go. Atlanta starts to create separation. Plunge Blue Chip second. Beyond seven three wide around on a fading man, who spent after the tough trip. Lily Stride tries to rally on four wide. And the stretch they come. It's still Atlanta by two. Plunge Blue Chip is out for the drive. Rue at the end for Lily. Stride getting gaining quickly up the inside Atlanta asked to hold off the upset Minded Lily Stride was moving powerfully With fresh legs down to the fetish Lily Stride up the inside at 31 to 1 and teacher Goes back to back in the breeders crowd 153 and
0: 2
8: <laughs> Listen the people <laughs> Who are working i would you would appreciate you know. yeah. awesome. <laughs> Give me 5 Give me 5 my friend Look at you how about Infection. that?
1: Beautiful. Lily
4: Stride you know, at
1: she Atlanta. Races. How about that, Garnett Barnsdale? Listen, can I buy half your ticket now?
4: <laughs> I wish I wouldn't bet the race. I still got to win three more races to cash. 30 Lily one to Stride one.
1: at 31 to 1. Rod Allums talked about Lily Stride. You talked about Lily Stride. We're going to let everybody calm down. We're going to take a 30 second pause for station identification. This is the Bet America Radio Network. All right, we're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America. Mike Carter alongside of Mike Bozich. Jim Baviglia is standing by upstairs in the announcers booth, just got standing by with Winter Circle Reaction. Garnett Barnesdale is uh, finally picked his heart up off the floor here, uh, following that victory. Garnett, I'll tell you what, Lily's tried putting in a monster effort, but how about Atlanta? It's the fat they went to the three quarter time in a stakes record twenty three and four, uh fifty 54- four <laughs> 54 and two, they set some pretty uh, monstrous fractions on the front end,
4: and that's you know, I, <laughs> I said coming past the stands the first time the four is going to win the race, and my son laughed at me, and I said just watch because you could see something developing here when Manchego got hung out, you know they're they're flying, some that that gives the opportunity for chaos to happen, and then turning for home I'm like this horse is going to win, I still I didn't really believe it myself when I said it, but well, yeah, l- she listen. Got up i got to win the next three races to cash anything, but this thing's going to pay now.
1: Well, you know, for sure it's going to pay. Uh, $65.40. Are, whoa, that try is short. $138.15. For a buck? I'm not 100% sure. That might be for $0.50. Cents.
4: $0.50. Cents, that's not bad.
1: Well, let's...
4: You a lot know. of people box, you know. What are you going to... What, if you like the four, who are you going to box with the next two chocks?
1: Well, listen. Well, it's the three chocks. Wait... So $175 for dollar, 875 $875.30 uh, for Lily Stride, who scores the exact it came back good, $168.80 uh, for Lily Stride on top of Atlanta. And uh, guys, listen, um, you know, I-, I love Atlanta. I do. But unfortunately, I believed she needed the Breeders' Crown to lock up Horse of the Year this tonight.
4: Probably. And I mean, the trip just, the trip made the race there as it does in a couple of these races. Um, And interestingly, uh, we're seeing horses starting to rally up the inside later in the card now.
1: All right. Uh, And uh, let's hear who you got here. You've got one through eight. I better, you know what, I should go beat, I should go bet the nine just for, just for craps and giggles.
4: Yeah, go bet the nine for me, man. That will, that will guarantee it's not going to (laughs) win. Craps and Giggles, that'd be a good name for a uh, Greyhound, I think.
1: Well, listen, <laughs> yeah, cra- yeah. <laughs> for a Greyhound. you you listen to this guy, Craps and Giggles would be, you know what, that would be a good name for, for a Greyhound. You know, we the Greyhounds seem to have the funnier names, if you ask me.
4: I agree. And Quarter Horses have some pretty good names, too. Like, uh, Deez Nuts, for example. What? Deez Nuts. Quarter Horse. Um, Yeah, so moving along, so we got Lily Stride down at 31-1 to in that race, and I'm going to guess a good majority of the Rainbow Six tickets are out, A Rainbow Five. That was my whole plan when I threw this horse in, hoping for a miracle, and uh, I still got to win three more races, but you know almost 99% of the tickets have one, three, seven, and eight or some combination thereof.
1: Well, listen, you got to be really happy here because here's the thing. It's mandatory payout tonight. Right. So let's say – and I'm not saying that this is going to happen, but let's just say, okay, you catch this horse, no problem. You lose a race somewhere in between, and you get lucky, and maybe it pays four out of five, and you get yeah, still get. Man. But hold on, wait, hold on. You, but you still get decent money. What I'm saying is, because it's a mandatory payout, you still get decent money. I think from you need another big
4: that. bomb. There's a, it's a twenty cent bet, and there's seventy five thousand dollars bet. That's three hundred eighty thousand combinations, right? Well, th- so, three hundred fifty
1: thousand combinations just got flushed down. The,
4: no. Oh, yeah. No, they just got flushed out. See, Probably.
1: See, you were going to correct my math already. I and you, Man, uh, I'll I tell thought,
4: you what. I thought you were using the Ohio
1: math there. Oh, me. here we go. All right, Jess Scott will be standing by with Winner's Circle Reaction um, here in just a moment. We're going to take a very a quick timeout. When we come back, you'll have post time with Mike and Mike presented by Ben BetAmerica.
2: Winback Farms yearlings are born to compete and raised to win. Be sure to check out our lineup to take advantage of opportunities in slot and rich states. Our yearlings are eligible in Delaware, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Ontario and Pennsylvania. Our 2018 sale schedule kicks off in Goshen on September 9th, followed by Lexington October 2nd through the 6th, London October 13th to the 14th, Harrisburg November 5th to the 7th and the Harrisburg Mix Sale on November 8th. For more information, visit winbackfarm.com.
3: That's winback
1: 8 2 Extension five, 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 5 Are you a student looking to log volunteer on? All right, we are back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike. We've got to send it out to Jess Gotten, who's standing by with winning driver Tim Dietrich.
5: Thanks, guys. I'm joined here by winning driver Tim Dietrich. You go back to back. You were able to sneak up the passing lane last week in the elimination. Kind of talk to us about the horse you had coming into tonight's break.
2: For her last four or five starts, she's been very brave, charging hard. Uh, she got wiped out in the Lexington final when uh, hockey's mare stopped so bad. And then, But uh, last week she raced well, and
10: uh, she raced great on the elimination of the maturity. So the mare's been sharp. I'm surprised she paid $60.
5: Well, congratulations. Go get warm, and best of luck to you. That's tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you, Mike.
1: Thank you, Jessica and Tim Teetrick just said Garnet that he's surprised that this horse paid sixty dollars. I think everybody might be surprised uh, that this horse paid sixty dollars.
4: I hope nobody used her in the uh, Pick Five. Unfortunately, she's six to one in the morning.
1: All right, the twelfth race is coming up next. You are uh, about ninety-one deep here. I'm going to bet the nine just for just for fun because uh, <laughs> the nine's ninety-nine to one and might be worth. Uh, might be worth a bet, uh, you know, might be worth a bet since you've got you've got eight horses here, right?
4: I do. So this is the race where I need another big bomb. The well, sec- I need the second longest shot on the board to knock most of the rest of the you, people you need
1: the, you need the, listen, the, seven. the nine's a bomb, so listen, you, you, you get the nine home, and no, you, then, the you, nine. then you're out. I didn't? want the
4: seven. Who's the seven? Grand Teton.
1: <laughs> Grand Teton? We're not going to tell you Grand what that, Teton? you know
4: what that translates into? We're not going to tell you. <laughs> it's true. No way. Grand Teton. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. Why,
1: why did you have to show me that the listeners
4: can google it if they want but we yeah not we
1: won't it. we won't talk about that uh there was there was a thing that i said gosh what was it there was a thing that i said at buffalo i can't even remember what it was we won't even talk about it but 12th race is up next uh schnitzel do something it is a horse i really like here guys at 13 to 1 um, coming off a pretty impressive British crown elimination after finishing second in the Indiana Sire Stakes final to always a Prince who is a uh, really no slouch in his own right.
4: Yeah. I mean, uh, listen, I hope he wins 13 to one. I hope any horse that's paying a big price 12 to one in the morning line. Um, he won a big mile last week. I didn't, mean, he's not really a horse that's on my radar, but, um, you know, he finished second in the, uh, in the, uh, Indiana, super final to uh, always a prince, a horse that beat Jimmy Freight the last time we did a broadcast in uh, at Hoosier Park. So that's a good frame of reference there. I think the horse has got a shot. Um, there's some other ones to consider. Springsteen for the Allards uh, always seems to come up big in, in these moments. One of the horses that I really like in this race who currently is 17 to 1. I really like this as the plan, uh, making only his third start of the Burke Barn. He won an elimination last week in 151 from the 7-0. How can this horse be 17 to 1?
1: Good question. Which
4: horse which are we looking at? I'm this sorry. is the plan, making this his third start out of the Burke barn. We saw what happened with earlier with uh, Percy Bluechip making her fifth or sixth start out of the barn with a 50-1 to one winner. And uh, we're looking at Tim Tietrich going for the natural hat trick, and he's 17-1. to one.
1: You know, it, listen, I, I don't understand these things. You know, 4-1 to one on the morning line is, uh, you know, I thought maybe you'd get a little bit of value, but I never thought you would get 17-1. Uh, to one, um 17 to one on the on this is the plan so we are currently six minutes away from this breeder's crown uh final i've got to step away for just a moment um just gotten who is good is going to step into the uh air chair here and uh co-host a little bit for us and uh listen you guys uh you guys talk about the uh upcoming 12th race uh the they should be post rating here in just a couple of moments Uh, but i'm going to step away and uh let Jessica do her work and show everybody why she earned the job at the Meadowlands. Uh, it's okay. Take your time. Take your time. You're fine. Uh, why she earned the job that she did at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment. It looks like her hair was caught in the zipper there for a second. Um, Jessica has been out in the cold, uh, so we're thankful that uh, she has come to work uh, here this evening. Here is Jessica Otten and Garnett Barnesdale. Guys, take it away.
4: All right. Uh, Coming up is the three-year-old Colt Pace final, a race that I thought was very wide open, being that I used eight horses in my pick five, and the only one I left out was the nine. Um, So I really hope I don't get the chalk in this race now. Uh, My top pick was Dorsodoro Hanover, but uh, I think this is another race where it's going to come down to trip, as we've seen a couple of the later races tonight so far.
5: Yeah, I agree. Like um, The front end was holding up quite a little bit there uh, in the beginning of the night, but the last couple of races um, other than Charlton, they've been coming from like everywhere and just missing or getting up right in time. I do like the one door-to-door handover. I thought he was very, very impressive in his old his elimination and someone who really surprised me was a 5 schnitzel do something
4: yeah and the other thing we i've noticed uh, in these later races like the last couple three races horses are starting to rally up the inside where earlier in the earlier in the card where it was raining harder and uh, might have been wetter uh, the horses weren't really moving up the inside and now we see later a couple horses have already won up the inside here
5: Yes, and I was just, when I was just out there in the winter circle, the downpour decided to pick up a little bit. It's kind of hard to see. It doesn't look like it's raining outside, but it's, like, not fun out there at all.
4: So, um, how many minutes we got here? Nine. They should be coming out on the track soon for the post parade, I would assume. Um, and, it, and you said it stopped raining now?
5: No, it started to rain harder.
4: Oh, boy. It's hard to tell from here. You have to actually look in a puddle to see right. it. Interesting night weather wise. I mean you've seen a worse, but it just seems to be like raining steadily all night. It's kinda of tough if you're outside.
5: Yeah, it's not been too bad. Um it was kind of just drizzling there for like an hour or so, but now it's like actually like raining and it's it's extremely hard to use any sort of um media out there against yeah. the cameras. I feel so bad for the cameramen. And the outriders. Um aren't probably not having as much fun. I was just talking to Tim Dietrich, and he is freezing, like literally shivering. He said, I'm so cold I was like, I can only imagine. It does not seem fun for them out there tonight, but that's what they gotta deal with.
4: Yeah, and if they're going if you're going for five or six hundred thousand and you're winning them like Timmy is, I guess uh it kind of takes a little bit of the uh lessens it a bit
5: Right. All right. Let's take a, few, a look at the field. The one Dorsodoro handover for trainer Ron Burt. Mac Cayley gets the call. Um, like I said earlier, very impressive to me in his Breeders' Crown elimination 27-2 and two, and the end of pacing the mile in 150-1. and one.
4: There he is right there. looks pretty good. Uh, the two, this is the plan. Interestingly, making his third start of the Burke Bar and his second start was a 151 flat wire-to-wire win in his Breeders' Crown elimination. He continues to be an overlay at 17-1 to one, in my opinion. Timmy Tietrich going for the natural hat trick here.
5: Yeah, um T.J. is also back aboard. I see down in line a little bit that he's drove this horse for Chris Ryder. Um, let's take a look at the three. Springsteen for the Renee Allard. Simon Allard um, aboard, finished third in his elimination. This horse come from way back. I mean, he was just flying at the end of it. Simon asked him to go, and that's just what the horse did. He really took off.
4: I think Springsteen's a dangerous horse here for sure. The fourth, Think Big, Dream Big, six-time winner this year, including a win over uh, Jimmy Freight, who we saw win – impressively tonight in the Milstein, currently on the board at seven to one a good price for him i think
5: next we go to the five schnitzel do something out of the dylan davis barn david miller gets the call um, this horse has been racing the indian fire stakes all year long kind of fighting off always a prince um I thought his elimination was by far the most shocking, honestly. Um, A horse can be a little bit lazy sometimes, and he really just kicked off around the last turn to get up for the win.
4: The sixth American history out of the Tony Alanya barn, driven by Andrew McCarthy, currently 10-1, to was sort of an even third in his uh, Breeders' Crown elimination. The race before that won it (laughs) 48-3 and over Lexington. A definite contender, in my opinion, eight-time winner in 18 starts.
5: Next we go to the 7 Grand, Titan for the... Jimmy Tackterbar and Brett Miller aboard. Um, he finished second in his elimination. Looked like he had a bit of a trip to get there. Um, Andrew McCarthy did drive him in his his elimination, but Brett Miller gets the call. Winner two starts back at Lexington and forty eight and one home twenty six and two. So he does draw the outside, but you can't not can't ig- ignore those last couple of starts.
4: He The leather up this year's North America Cup winner was third last week. Broke uh, broke around the first turn. Uh, came back on for a good third. A little bit questionable over this track, but you can't question the source's speed. He's 11 for 15 this year. Marked a 48 and 1 taken in that North American Cup.
5: Next, we go to the nine. I'm a big deal out of the Chris Ryder barn. George Napolitano Jr. gets the call. He already won a Breeders' Crown tonight. was second in his elimination. Sat the two hole. Kind of tried to go up the inside. Didn't quite get there. Um, pacing the mile 151 and 3, home 28 and 1.
4: That's the field for the H.A. Grant Junior Memorial Trophy Breeders' Crown for two, three-year-old pacing colts. Hop, right. hop along, uh, hop along, Carter's yeah. back.
1: Well, hold on, wait, Jeff. don't go anywhere yet. Uh, so, so let's kind of talk about this race, uh, the twelfth race. I'm not going to even tell you who Garnett used because he used everybody, but the, the nine, nine who I plan on betting here. I'm going to put a couple dollars into the account and bet. Um, just in case uh the horse wins at ninety nine million to one. There's only ninety nine dollars to win on this horse out of eleven thousand. So uh this might pay about four hundred bucks if he can somehow pull off the upset here. Garnett might strangle me and throw me out this window though. But uh who do you let's let's talk about who you like in this field. Um obviously a lot of very strong contenders in this field, uh, for the three year old uh, Colt Pacers.
5: I really like the one Dorsodoro Hanover, like I stated before. He draws the rail. He clears the front um, in, his, in his elimination, and he fights off the horse coming up in the passing lane just to take off again to get the win. He's ultra strong. Matt has already won a Breeders' Crown. Burke is going for number three, I believe, tonight. I just really like him off the rail.
1: You know, this race set up kind of interestingly for me. If uh, I, thought he, I thought you were having him take me out for betting the nine horse here. You see, I had, I had, I had to watch because uh, – um. Anyways, uh, let's see. These Canadians—they don't know what they're doing. Any, anyways, but um, so so we t- we talk about this field and Lather Up is taking a little bit of money at three to one. I'm a little bit nervous about Lather Up because the last two times he's been here, Jessica, he's made.
5: the turn and he he did recover very well after his break um he also had a little bit of road trouble coming into this far turn over here as well he's pushed three wide by the second over cover so it made him go (laughs) third over um in drawing outside the horse honestly really likes looks like he prefers to race on the front um in drawing the eight hole i just don't see him doing that tonight trying to get to the front especially with the mishap he had last week in the first turn
1: Garnet, listen to her acting like she knows what she's talking about. I'm telling you, the Metal the 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 metal ants thing. I'm telling you, man, it, it's really made her into, uh, made her into something special. <laughs> no, she knows what she's talking about. I'm you know, pretty we're, sure we're she does. Kidding. We're all just kidding with her here. We are three minutes away from the upcoming twelfth race. We're going to take a very quick timeout. When we come back, we've got more from Post Time with Mike and Mike. Are you interested in learning more about owning standard-bred racehorses? Do you want to experience the excitement of driving a standard-bred? Owning a racehorse is a once-in-a-lifetime experience and not as difficult as you may think. The United States Trotting Association wants to help make your ownership dreams a reality. Contact a member of the Ownership Concierge team by email at owners at ustrotting.com or by calling eight seven seven eight zero zero. 877 8782 Extension 5555. 5, 5, 5.
6: The
0: Harness Horse Youth Foundation has the power to bring a life changing experience to any child. We introduce youth to the horses and skills that build confidence, friendships, and a lifelong love of harness racing. The Harness Horse Youth Foundation has been a positive influence in the lives of thousands of young people since 1976. Check out the complete list of Harness Horse Youth Foundation camps and activities at hhyf.org. That's hhyf.org. We're back on this edition
1: of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by Bet America, Mike Carter alongside of Garnett Barnsdale Jess Gotten who will be standing by here in a moment with uh Witter Circle reaction uh from the upcoming 12th race. Uh, just a few more Breeders Crown races left to go here on the evening. We got a special presentation to Jess Gotten uh later on tonight. Uh you're you're saying no, but it's going to happen. Um it's not going to happen live on the show, but uh we do have a special presentation immediately following our show follow our um, social media to see any photos and things of that sort afterwards. We want to wish Jessica uh, a, a bon voyage, so to speak. We want to do things the right way. And uh, ho- Hold on, wait a minute. What, what did you say, Garnet? Bon voyage. Bon voyage. All right, the last $25 winner is Kevin Adams. Kevin That's Adams. Me. Yeah, right. Uh, gee, listen, I, I put two to win on this horse. He didn't budge from 99 to
4: 1. I'm food after i cash i do it every every show i win and i buy you food <laughs> now you're betting against me with eight horses i think you're gonna buy your own food man
7: <laughs> i'm you know what though
1: that's just the, I, the
7: only I, time I, I
4: win is when we do these shows you realize that. yeah well the, listen, the other they, 300 days a year i blow
1: well listen then maybe you should do a show like this every day and you won't have those problems
4: there you go man. you know uh, well, let's yeah. hope i can see this through because i think lily stride killed 90 five percent of the tickets at least
1: well look now listen you see the candy apple sign out here it, it, it is flying around it looks like looks <laughs> like the it looks like there's a hurricane Where's going those on food out trucks there.
4: Go? they weren't selling anything
1: no there, there was one sitting in front of the grandstand still there the other one decided to pack up and leave uh you know the weather i think chased a lot of these you know a lot of people yeah. away there's really not a whole lot uh you could do about that unfortunately is there That's oh good. well there you go see jessica is uh you know Jessica is our uh, our spotter looking at Think Big Dream Big on the television. Uh, Currently at uh, let's see here six to one uh, right now as the Norton Shoemaker starting gate moves into position. Garnett Barnsdale's live through the one for the one through the eight. I'm live on the nine. Everybody else is, uh, you know, I, I, what I'm really pulling for here is uh Dorsador head over there on the rail. I hate to say that for you, Garnett being a favorite, but you know, at least it'd be a, uh, it would be a winning ticket. We're gonna send it upstairs for the live call of the 12th race. Track announcer Jim Baviglia with the call.
7: teeth, American history. Should do something. Big big dream. Big Springsteen. And around the turn they go. This is the plan, Dorsador. This is the plan. Springsteen, think big, dream big, Schnitz will do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grand Schnitzel, history, Grand and ladder up. I'm a big deal. The Pacers have reached the backstretch, and they are underway. This is the plan. Steps out on the inside, just the nose out in front of Think Big, Dream Big. Those two separate filing from American history on the outside Schnitzel do something finds positioning at the pocket there two back to fifth and Dorso duro over Grand Teton settling sixth then lather up Springsteen eighth and away back is I'm a big deal well removed from the rest. So early on, this is the plan in control. American history striving on the outside to get closer to the quarter. A crisp 26-1. And, and now McCarthy pushing the button for American history. Slides on pat. This is the plan. Dorso, Duro Hanover in motion for Matt Kekali. Following up, a couple horses leave there. Think big, Dream big to the outside. Grant Seaton was briefly three wide. Now settles in behind the cover. Lather up now third over. Back to pylon. Schnitz will do something. Springsteen is eight behind traffic. I'm a big deal. The trailer. Dorso Duro Hanover with the lead in the half. 53 and 4, 27 and 3 second panel fractions not for the timid here. Dorso Duro Hanover leading by just ahead. Pressure from Think Big, Dream Big on the outside. Meanwhile, American History is trapped two back on the inside. Second over, fourth there, Grand Teton as Dorso Doro Hanover repelling Think Big Dream Big. Now, Ladder Up moves three wide, fatigue. Inside looking for room. This is the plan, also on the move. Schnitzel, do something. Three quarters, one, 21 and three, 27 and four. Fastest distractions we've seen all night. And Dorso Doro Hanover still looks strong now by two. He is leaving behind the pursuit. Think Big, Dream Big, Grand Teton both struggling. Top of the stretch, Dorso Doro Hanover. A Command performance and lead is now four lengths from layback. Lather Up trying to close, but Dorso Doro Hanover leaves no doubt about it for Matt Kelly, winning by four of the quarter lengths. Lather Up was second. This is the plan. third. Schnitzel do something fourth, but Dorso Hanover was having none of that. He gets it in 149 and four in the muck here tonight at Pocono.
1: Well, guys, the first sub 150 race we see goes to Dorsodoro Hanover, who, you know, listen, Dorsodoro Hanover has been, uh, you know, the play upon the play, upon the play, upon the play. And Dorsodoro Hanover scores here in the Breeders' Crown, giving Matt Kakeli his second career Breeders' Crown victory after he scores his first one earlier this evening. And uh, no real surprise here, Garnett, uh, from Dorsodoro Hanover.
4: No, I mean, he was uh, – it turns out he was much the best. Um, you know, I had him on top in my picks in the DRF. I'm not really sure why I went eight deep here. There's, there were some horses <laughs> I really didn't like, like Snitzel Doodle something and Grand Teton, and it's easy to say now. I didn't really like Leather Up either, but
1: – Leather Up finished the game second. Yeah, he did. I thought he was um, done up the backstretch. I he really does.
4: He really well, um, but I thought if there was going to be some kind of chaos in this race, it would be – in this sequence, it would be this race, and there really wasn't. Once Dorsodoro Hanover made the front – Uh, think dream think big dream big came at him and he put him uh he put him away rather quickly and that was pretty much that Uh, we're both you know we're sitting here kind of i'm hearing he's gone at the three quarters and he was
1: yeah all right we're gonna pause 30 seconds for station identification this is the bet america radio network We're back of this edition of post time with Mike and Mike presented by Ben America, Mike Carter, alongside of uh, Garnett Barnsdale, just gotten uh, Mike Bozic, and Jim Baviglia are standing by upstairs in the announcer's booth as they call the action here tonight. And Garnett, let's, uh, let's, let's kind of talk about that for a second. Uh, Mike Bozich getting the opportunity of a lifetime tonight, getting to take Sam McKee's role uh, uh, from a couple of years ago when Sam got to call half the races. Uh, here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. I'll tell you what, Mike's really lived up to the task.
4: I think, and I'm not just saying this because you guys are my friends and I I work with you on these shows, I think Mike is uh, one of the top three announcers in this business for harness racing, and it's absolutely well-deserved that he gets this opportunity, and I think um, he'll be... uh, you know what he's uh it's not going to be the only opportunity he gets that's for sure he's done a great job
1: yeah he, he really took you know listen anytime you get to call these big races like this you always you know you sit back and you wonder you know wonder to yourself do I really deserve to get to call these races a couple of weeks ago I was at Gulfstream West uh calling the Thoroughbreds down there that was <laughs> that was something special uh that's for sure but uh you know Mike has uh and I'm not saying this just because he you know he's my, one of my best But um, you know, he he's done a fantastic job. And uh, you know, the Jimmy Jets from the uh Jimmy Jets from the first call really is what uh what, what did him in
4: there. Prepared for landing. Prepares
1: for landing. All right, race number twelve is in the books. Uh any again, no real surprises. Uh Schnitzel do something, did hit the board. Exactly came back thirty eight sixty, not too bad there, uh with Dorsey hit over. Uh looks like for to me.
4: For like a 1.8 exactor. Yeah,
1: $44. That, that, 40, that's a pretty good payout. That's a, that's a uh, $2 exactor. That's 50 try cent try, try like $44.15. Dime super return, $50.11. Pretty good for a dime, if you ask me. Uh, considering, you know, I like Dorsadoro, We both like Dorsadoro, Neither yeah. one of us like Lather Up, but you could have used him. This is the plane was on the ticket and so was Schnitt will do something. This was a pretty accomplishable ticket, if you ask me.
4: And um, you know what, full value for uh, to Dorsador Hanover for the win, he made a he made a second quarter move in a twenty seven and three quarter, which put him in the front put him in front to a fifty-three and four half, and uh, he was never really seriously threatened after that. He got one challenge from Think Big Dream Big. He put him away quickly, and uh, he opened up to a you know a big win, a big win. This is a big, big mile, maybe the biggest mile of the night so far, I think.
1: So far, uh, I believe this might be your MVP of the night. We're going to take a timeout when we come back. More from the Downs at Bohegan Sun Jess Scott standing by with Twitter Circle reaction. It looks like we're not going to take a commercial timeout, uh, this studio here, uh, taking a little to our uh, sponsors here in a moment. Uh, race number 12 coming up here, it, excuse me, race number 13 is up n- next, and it is the final of the Mare Trot. Um, and Mike Bozich says, let me know when you're ready for me, but uh, let's see. We're going to send it upstairs to the guys, uh, Jim Baviglia and Mike Bozich, who will be standing by for an interview here. Mike, uh, if you can hear me, go ahead and – well, let's see. I can make you guys laugh. There you go. There he is, Mike Bozich, joining us for the first time. Um, uh, We might have to interrupt you for uh, just gotten, but go ahead, Mike.
2: All right, that's fantastic. Well, listen, I hope you guys are having a good broadcast. Sorry, I could have been more a part of it. Mike Bozich up here in the Downs of Moegan Sun Pocono announcers booth, along with our good friend, the track announcer here at the Downs of Moegan Sun Pocono, Jim Baviglia. Jim, listen, I don't know how you guys do this night racing, my friend. I mean, this is something,
7: I'm I'm getting pretty tired. I mean, I know it's Breeders' Crown Night, and that's certainly carrying the momentum, but... uh, you know, I'm not used to this kind of... Uh, Mike, we're, we got to mainline him in some coffee here just to get him through these last two races. But uh, it has been an exciting evening, and it's been draining. Uh, there have been some great races. Yeah, you've got a chance to call some very, very exciting races. I think you've
2: got more tight finishes than I have. But <laughs> so far, and I know there's still two races to go on the Breeders' Crown, but who do you think so far has, has stood out to you, given that A1 power pack performance that you remember throughout the night so far?
7: Well, I mean, horse-wise, I mean, I think we just saw it with Duro Hanover, because this is a horse who all year long has been, has been great, but the wins have been kind of battles where he was just barely sneaking past and this time around, he just dominated what was a, a, just a superb field, of Pacers. Yeah, certainly did. And I'll tell you what, what about the trotting Philly?
2: I mean, what about Verland Yohar oh. getting his first? Uh, we got a lot of firsts here tonight, actually. Matt Cacale getting yeah. his first. And how about longtime Pennsylvania driver George Napolitano Jr. getting his first Breeders' crowd?
7: Yeah, it's been a fun night uh, for the Pennsylvania guys, you know, with George Napolitano Jr., Matt Cacale coming up with big wins. And uh, it's been nice to see and you're right, a lot of first-timers along with the usual suspects, the Burks, the Gingras, the you know, the Tactors. So it's been a real interesting mix throughout the evening here tonight. Now,
2: tonight we've had the slops, so we haven't had some very good times. They're starting to get faster. We mm-hmm. saw a sub 150. That's an unbelievable effort, mm-hmm. as we just saw now. But. As far as calling the races, and I know some of the challenges that I have here up in this booth, but, like, on a night like tonight, what are some of the challenges you think that face you that otherwise may not face you on a regular night of an ounce again?
7: Well, it's, it's just a little bit tougher to spot the horses, just a little bit. But, but like I said, I love it when the races are this exciting and competitive. That makes my job easy.
2: Yeah, it certainly does. And
7: uh, I got to tell you, like like we talked
2: about the the difference in the booth between Harris-Philly and here. I mean, Harris-Philly is right on top of the racetrack. Here, it's a little bit lower And the apron is so big, you know, right there, you're, you're right at the race track, but, but, uh, I mean, as far as picking up horses go, it's, uh, you know, the lights are good. It's a very good lighting system here. So, you know, no problems there.
7: No, it's, it's been a nice, you know, you get kind of the glare Mm -hmm. off the track sometimes, but overall, uh, it's been a good night to call the races. Uh, when it's exciting like this, heck, I, I, we could be in a monsoon and it would be okay to me. All right, let's start <laughs> partying
2: to the one who's survived. They might party for the
7: next they two might. races. We might have to get
2: them out here. Listen, we are gonna, we got to get back to work, Mike Carter. We don't mess around up here, not like you guys down there <laughs> lollygagging around. We're seven minutes away from a start of race number 13. Guys, have a good broadcast, and we'll check in with you in a little bit.
1: Hey, listen, buddy, you guys are doing a heck of a job up there. Keep up the good work.
2: Uh, Thanks, buddy. Bye, Your checks bye, in the mail. Bye.
1: <laughs> all right, we're going to send it downstairs to Jess Gotten, who's standing by with winning the driver Matt Kikkale. And I might be a little premature, <laughs> but we're going to give it a away. All
5: right, well, he's talking to someone right now. But just so you guys know, I always, always, always take Matt Kikkale when we do these shows. And because I'm a giant fan of him and Ron Burke and all that stuff and, whatnot, and he never gets up for the win. But tonight he did a door-to-door handover. So hold on, I'm going to try to grab him here real fast.
1: Okay. Um, well, you know, listen, you, you know,
5: Maca
1: Kelly is, uh, oh, yeah, you know, a good name to get into. I know.
5: Can you do it, or you want me right back? No, okay. I'm not in the next one. Okay. All right. Are you guys still there?
1: Yep. Go ahead.
5: All just right. Joining so my driver, Maca Matt Kelly. This is win number two on the night, your second Breeders' Crown ever. What does it feel like to win a Breeders' Crown?
8: Um, you know, to describe it in words is hard. Um, the first one was amazing. The second one, I mean, it's it's just incredible. It really is.
5: Um, talk a little bit about the trip. Last week he was ultra sharp on the front. Tonight he was ultra sharp again. What kind of horse do you feel like you're going to have coming into tonight?
8: Yeah, I'm confident. in Him, he's been super all year. You know, obviously they were they were pretty they were leaving pretty hard in the first turn. Um, I didn't want to be first up. You know, if I had to get there and it was going to take 53, I wasn't worried about it. My horse was going to dig and you know do what he's got to do. Um, and I just figured to take my chances on the lead. And, and he showed up.
5: Well, congratulations and best of luck the rest of the night. All right. Thank you. And that's it from Matt Kakeli, winning driver, a dorsodoro handoffer for trainer Ron Berg. Back to you, Mike.
1: Thank you, Jessica. We're going to take a very short timeout. We're going to take the, try to take the timeout that we did before. You've got post time with Mike and Mike presented by America.
3: Ever dream of owning your own racehorse? How would you like to get in the winner's circle?
1: With the number one
3: harness racing partnership in the U.S., vip stable there's nothing like the thrill of your horse coming down the stretch to find out more call vip stable at 877 vip win one or visit us on the web at www.vipstable.com turning horse racing fans into racehorse owners be a winner
0: Selling at
2: Harrisburg, November 5th through the 9th, are 75 yearlings from top families and by leading sires, including Muscle Hill, Sunbeach somewhere Sweet Lou, Chapter 7, Father Patrick, Art Major, American Ideal, Explosive Matter, and many others. Well over 200 racehorses and brute mares and stallion shares, featuring mares in full to Always Be Mickey, Captain Treacherous, Sweet Lou, Father Patrick, Betting Line, Trixton, Cadabra, and others. And mares in full to the first crops of Down by the Seaside, Huntsville, and What the Hill, also featuring fabulous fillies, including the world champion aged pacing mayor of the year, hip number 1325, Lady Shadow, and standout stinks and open winner of nearly $1.5 million, hip number 1322, Charmed Life. For further information or catalog requests, contact Bob Bonney at NorthwoodBloodstock.com. That's NorthwoodBloodstock.com. Some beach
1: somewhere.
3: 146 and four! Captain Treacherous, sprinting to the line. 149 and two.
7: Sebastian K. 149! A command performance!
3: The finest head to one place to solidify their legacy.
2: Harrisburg Yearling videos are now available at HanoverPA.com. That's HanoverPA.com. Hanover Shoe Farms, where champions gather the greatest name in harness racing.
1: Check out the fall speed sale coming up on November 13th through the 15th at the Champion Center in Springfield, Ohio. The online catalog is now available at bloodedhorse.com. Attention horsemen, we are now accepting supplement entries to sell after the catalog on Thursday, November 15th. Enter your horse online now. For more information, visit bloodedhorse.com. That's bloodedhorse.com. Dot com. Also, like us on our Facebook page for up-to-date information. That's the Fall Speed Sale, November 13th through the 15th at the Champion Center in Springfield, Ohio. Sale starts at 9:30 a.m. each day. Remember, bloodedhorse.com for more information. We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike presented by presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, alongside of. Jessica and Garnett-Barnsdale, Jim Baviglia, and Mike Bozich are standing by upstairs. Garnett, race number 13. I guess I better turn your microphone on if I want you to be able to talk. Race number 13 is the Open Mare's Trot, going for a purse of $250,000. Number one, currently six to one on the board, is Broadway. Adana for trainer Jim Campbell. David Miller picks up the lines. She's kind of scared me away over the last couple of starts, uh, making a couple of breaks. Uh, So six to one is a pretty even price on her, if you ask me
4: she's absolutely my best uh, number in this pick five. And I think she's got a shot. The two barn Bella has a great record. She had a great record last year, 12 wins and 15 starts made almost 500,000. The four-year-old season hasn't been as kind to her with one win in 12 starts only thirty nine thousand. But last week, I thought she trotted a pretty decent mile to be second, and she gets an interesting driver switch here from Tron Smedhammer to Corey Callahan. I think she's got a shot in here at thirteen to one. I actually wish do, I used her do, in this pick five. As
1: I was say, do you have her in the pick five? I don't. Then maybe I should bet her. Now I'm just kidding. The three <laughs> NF happens.
4: Three NF
1: stance. Uh, <laughs> see karma come back to get me there three nf happenstance uh, what a victory for this horse for driver jack Parker jr and trainer Carol Jamison Parker last week uh, in the breeders crown nF happenstance Garnett has actually had a full um already uh so she you know took some time you know obviously took time off uh, to have a full uh, last year obviously um only eight starts making eighteen thousand dollars but she's really come along well and could show up uh here tonight
4: She's got 21 uh, exactor finishes and 29 starts. And interestingly enough, she's uh, out of the dam called Moira Hall. So uh, that gives us a chance to give a shout out to Moira Fanning, the uh, greatest, not only woman, but person in harness racing in my opinion. The four is Caprice Hill. Caprice Hill is uh, trained by Chris Oaks, driven by Brian Sears, owned by Tom Hill of uh, Great Britain. 0 for 14 so far this year. She had a, you know, uh, she didn't uh, win a lot of races last year, but she made over 200000 and she's kind of tailed off a bit. Interestingly, this is her third start for Oaks. The first time around, she almost won the all at Lexington.
1: Five, Emoticon Hanover is owned by Determination. Luke Glaze does the conditioning. Daniel Dubay is the reinsman, and uh, is coming off a victory last week. Uh, Garnet Emoticon Hanover has been kind of a horse that uh, – you know, it's kinda of hit or miss. Uh, you know, she's either around or she isn't. There's never you know, she's never too far in between.
4: She needs to be raced up front and I think that's where she's headed at the start of this race. She'll probably be in Ariana G's pocket, but we'll see. Uh last year as you if you remember, um as we were uh freezing at uh Hoosier, we watched her win a four horse race uh, in the Breeders' Crown oh, yeah. and uh you know, sending really slow fractions on the front end all the way around at around one to five. But this is a bit of a tougher spot here. But she comes off a good win, and she's, she could be up to it. The sixth celebrity, Ruth, uh, was five to one in the morning line. I'm going to say that was probably a little low. Yep, she's 28 to one on the board. Uh, she's got three wins this year, fourth beating 11 lengths. Um, but this is another one that gets a, a driver change from Smed's hammer to Brennan.
1: Interesting. Interesting uh, play here. Again, George Brennan, we knew he wasn't going to come here to lose, but so far he hasn't been able to pull a, a victory uh, just yet. Seven Pink Pistol was a horse that was kind of on my radar last year. It was a $23,000 Lexington-selected yearling uh, purchase. Uh, gets Tim Tietrich in the sulky after finishing third. It's going to be a tough task for the Seven Pink Pistol, who is 60 to
4: 60-1. Eight, Ariana G is currently your 7-5 to five favorite. Uh, Ariana G comes off a narrow loss to Emoticon Hanover in the elimination. She got a 57 and a half, couldn't hold uh, the lead. But, um, you know, the, with the money on the line, Ariana G's been uh, pretty darn good in her career.
1: Ice Attraction, who was a third after winning uh, at Lexington in 150 and one for trainer driver Oki Svonstad. That's the field for the upcoming 13th race. Hard to believe, Garnett, there's only two races left to go. We've seen some pretty impressive miles so far uh, but the mvp of the night currently has to go to dorsodoro Hanover. i think i would agree uh, i
4: think it's his uh mvp to lose depending on what happens in these next two races
1: yeah i think so dorsodoro handover uh, matt kakeli is uh going to be probably the driving mvp currently at this point because i'll tell you what you know between him and napolitano scoring their first victories but you know i i saw matt kakeli cry earlier tonight and you know for those who don't know, and we'll kind of take you back as we're getting ready for this race, uh, he had an injury, or he had an accident back in, I think it was March, Garnett?
4: Help me out yep, March Yeah, I believe it was at March. At Yonkers
1: Raceway where he didn't think he would drive again. Um, he thought his career was over. Um, he remembers waking up in the hospital room, doesn't remember much from that accident. And uh, we've had him on this program a ton of times. And earlier tonight I got a chance to sit or talk with him after winning his first British Crown Race. And you could just, the amount of emotion that Matt Kakeli had was just absolutely unbelievable. And to see him come back, uh, Garnett, from that, uh, just you know it normally they say it's from feast to famine for him it's been from famine to feast this year uh he come back uh, his first stakes victory was in the adios at the meadows racetrack and casino on dorsodoro hit over you know he's got to have a special connection with this horse
4: absolutely um and uh you know it was an easy winner tonight uh he's got two wins tonight which is uh you know great for him and i know jessica's a big fan of his i guess because, oh yeah uh, partly because of the interview responses that he gives. He's very approachable. He's no tacter, that's for sure. Right. So, <laughs> an inside joke there. But, um, yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, it's great to see tonight for him.
1: All right. They are getting ready to possibly go to the gate. What does that say out there? Two minutes. So, we are two minutes away from the uh, 13th race. If you're giving out a daily double ticket here, Garnett, what are you going what you, what would you have to say uh now obviously your pick five's alive I'd, but it, but what would be the
4: play here possibly you know what i would probably go um i'd probably go one five eight on top of don't tell me again i like don't tell me again tonight um that's why i used them obviously um <laughs> but uh i think uh he could be he could find himself fall into a nice second over trip in this race, and that's been uh, the, those uh, trips have been winning later in the card, so i'd probably try that and uh, maybe see if you can get him down as a price in the last.
1: Anybody interesting taking a little bit of money here? I don't really see anything. Broadway Donna at four to one. Um, NS Happenstance at nine to one. Five, or excuse me, two to one on the five Emoticon Hanover. Three to two on Ariana G. That seems a little bit low to me. Uh, if you ask, it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to take three or now seven to five. Is wow? Did a lot of money just come in on the uh, Emoticon Hanover? Uh, so now seven to five on the eight Ariana G.
4: Yeah. I mean, if I was going to choose between the two, I think I'd go with the motorcon because every uh, energy couldn't hold her off in uh, a slow half last week. Right. Right. So you kind of think, you know, you kind of got to think this trip might play out the same way. Although, I mean, Timmy might leave here with pink pistol who he often does. Um, it's hard to say i mean i'm just hoping to get past this race obviously but you know if i was going to walk to the window and make a protection bet i'd probably i might go with barn bella here on the driver change and uh, you know what her last couple of races have been pretty good
1: you know you know what's interesting is pink pistol was kind of on my radar last year uh when trainer don Harmon uh had this uh phil excuse me had this mayor goodness gracious i can't stay awake tonight um when don Harmon had this mayor and she kind of Tired, excuse me, tapered off during her three-year-old Season, and and, you know She's she's really put in some no-slouch Effort, she's uh, made 187,000 in her career 25,000 this year, it's nothing To sniff at, she's a pretty consistent uh, Little mare
4: Yeah, and she was uh, third at like 97 to One last week, so she was given no Chance whatsoever coming off a third Place finish to April Rose, who would Probably get lapped in this race And uh, (laughs) she came up with a good effort to finish Third, so, you know, I mean at eighty to one, that wouldn't be a horse put on the bad horse put on the bottom again here.
1: All right, the thirteenth race, the two hundred fifty thousand dollar Breeders' Crown for open mare trotters. Will it be NF Happenstance? Will Broadway Donna bounce back? Will Emoticon Hanover score here, or will Ariana G get the victory? We're going to find out here momentarily. Let's send it upstairs for the live call to Mike He'll on the turn.
2: and a field of nine there trotters all set the breeders crown action the downs at mohegan sun pocono trotters set they off often trotting it the men between rivals Caprice Hill and Emoticon Hanover shows speed and have happenstances on the early scene too. Ariana G floats up wide of Broadway Donos back to fifth as they round the turn. While Belly comes away sixth and link clear of Celebrity Ruth followed by Pink Pistol and Ice Attraction Trails. Heavy activity up top. Emoticon Hanover drives up wide of Caprice Hill and right behind her is Ariana G. It's Emoticon Hanover taking over. Ariana G is right on the debate helmet opening quarter 27-1 and Emoticon Hanover has to leave, but it may be short-lived as Ariana G drives up the challenge now. Back to third is Caprice Hill, a link back fourth and a Happenstance, as Ariana G has been released with a circuit to go, Broadway Donna's fifth, and Miller steers her to the outside. Bella picks up cover, seven improving lengths from the front, two clear of a pylon celebrity roof, ice attraction moves to the outside of Pink Pistol, he's got a ball to pass, and 12 to come, shy of the half, Ariana G braces for the bid of Broadway. Donna is up to the leader's wheel. Half-time, 56-4. Big-time rating his business will pick up now. 29-3 and rating on that second quarter. And it's Ariana G who leads by a half. Outside, Broadway Donna grinds closer second. The emoticon head over in the pocket third. Outside, Barn Bell has been towed within striking range. Two lengths off the lead. Fourth, Capricio and from far back roaring up now. Ice Attraction. She is already up in the fourth. She is gaining with giant strides. And Ariana G has the lead. Ice Attraction looking for Last, the first sweep. The record 125 and 2. Outside, Ice Attraction up to engage Ariana G. O'Connor's. Inside, third Emoticon Hanover. The rest of the outer flows deteriorated as they straighten away. Ice Attraction, can she sustain it? Big odds. Inside, Ariana G. To the outside, Emoticon Hanover. Up the inside, Caprice Hill. It's Ice Attraction. Outside, Emoticon Hanover. Hones in. Emoticon Hanover does it again in the Breeders' crowd. Ice Attraction was second. Caprice Hill. Found
1: room link to be third. And that have happened Stanson, one fifty-four
8: and one. All right. Well, we were, I thought I saw the winner. We, <laughs> I,
1: I hear Mike Bozich and Jim up there uh, giving each other high fives. I see, I see Garnet sweat, and we'll get to that and more here in a moment. We're going to pause 30 seconds for station identification. This is the Bet America Radio Network. <laughs> We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America. Mike Carter, alongside of Garnett, Barnesdale, Jessica Hotton, Mike Bozich, and Jim Baviglia, standing by upstairs in the announcer's booth here at the Downs at Bohegan, Sun, Pocono, and Garnett. Uh, you, ha- you had to sweat that one out a little bit, but uh, listen, again, we-, we see, though, that they are avoiding the passing lane. Here uh, at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono, that's uh, kind of interesting to me. If you ask, uh, if you ask me if a little bit, uh, I wouldn't have gone three wide here, but apparently, uh, you know, who am I? I'm not a driver. And then
4: then. The, the strange thing is, like, I went outside there to stand uh, to watch the race, and you can't hear the announcer at all. Hmm. So I'm just going by what I can see. And I, as they come around the turn, I see this horse vault up, who I thought was Barn Bella. It turns out it was Ice Attraction. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm trying to find the five up the path. Oh, yeah.
1: All right, we're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by Bet America, Mike Carter, Bo- Mike Bozich, Jim Boviglia, Scott, and, uh, Garnett. Garnet, it is official, so we're going to take a look at the uh, Will Pays coming up here um, for the 14th race. Garnett, uh, for those who aren't aware, is a live in the Rainbow Pick 5, which the Will Pays are not available yet. Daily Double up for the, excuse me, the Will Pays for the Daily Double. And the pick four are up, but not the pick five currently. And Garnett, you got to be uh, happy going into the last leg, but uh, who we live to here, buddy?
4: I'm live to uh, McWicket, and uh, don't tell me again. Uh, I wanted to go a little bit deeper, but he only got so much money. And, you know, I'm just lucky to be live because, like I said, you see, I had two horses there in red at the last second when I was filling out this ticket. I looked at this race again and I said, you know, I really can't leave out a Motocon Hanover. Luke Blay gets these horses ready for these races. We've seen him with these big upsets. He had a big oh, upset yeah. with Dream Together uh, earlier in the year at the the Meadowlands on Hamiltonian Day. It's almost impossible for me to leave layout and race like this with sharp horses, and she was clearly sharp.
1: Well, in the pick four now, and this is the pick four, the three McWicked's worth 1100 and the six is worth $2,700. That, you got to remember
4: that's for a dollar. That and is for a dollar. I, I
1: know. I understand. It's for a uh, dollar. It just,
4: could be paying something know, close to that. Could, could
1: be could be paying something big. Uh, it's mandatory payout night here. Uh, at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Poker, so we may not get to see. What I wish I'd pick more. We we may not get to see what the will pays are going to be um, because the system is so used to it being a jackpot bet, it may not spit those numbers out. Uh, spit those numbers out at us It seems That's
4: all right. I'll be happy to see what it pays later if I'm cashing it.
1: <laughs> Just gotten. We'll be uh, standing by with Winter Circle reaction here momentarily as we get ready to go into the 14th race here at the downs at mohegan sun pocono this is the race i think everybody has been waiting for with the loss of atlanta tonight garnett this race here has horse of the year implications on the line for McWicked. i think if McWicked can win here uh who he's currently at three to five McWicked can uh win here i think he uh will pretty much lock up horse of the year
4: i agree i think if uh well, I mean, we vote. If he wins, uh, I don't mind saying he's got my vote if he wins this race.
1: Yeah, no, I, I when I talked to Bill Finley this morning, I said to him, I said, you know, if Atlanta can win the Breeders' Crown, she's got my vote right now. Yeah. If she wins the Breeders' Crown, she's got you know, she's got my vote. And, you know, it's unfortunate that she didn't win. I'm glad she didn't win for you, for your sake, of course. But, you know, Atlanta, she put in a monster effort. It was a no-slouch effort. And the thing of it is— That oh, was a huge race, you, 54 you know, and
4: change half. I mean, it was just— uh,
1: if you flip back though to that, if you flip back to her lines though, here's the thing: she raced in the Kentucky Philly Futurity. She went two heats, come back on two weeks rest. I think you know, you know, she's done that twice this year. Raced I think two, uh, two heats. I think and it's won o- both of
4: them. Yeah, but I think it's only the trip that got her beat because Manchego got left out there, and she she had no choice but to leave her out there. And you kind of fifty four half, and then the second half's in like fifty nine. I mean, it's you know, it's the trip. If she gets a 56 or 57 half, there's no way a Lily Stride's going to beat her. And, yeah, sure, I use that horse as a lark on my ticket thinking – something like that could happen, and the, you know, the next 99 times it won't, but uh, <laughs> I, I think, I don't think I'm, I wouldn't put too much stock in the, the double heat beating her, I think the trip got her beat tonight.
1: Well, no, no, what I'm saying is, is she's put in a lot of monster efforts this oh, year. Oh, for sure. I mean, she's put in, you know, she's won the, You know, she's won with the heat. I, and... well, I
4: mean, I think, she's, I think she's still a lock for Trotter of
6: the Year. I, oh, like, for
1: sure, yeah, yeah, you know, she's, she's got to be, you know, Trotter of the Year. It, I'm disappointed in the fact that Six Pack is not here, because Six Pack could have paved his way for Trotter of the Year if he would have won his Breeders' Crown here this evening, uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does in the Matron. Do you think that that could sway voters either way if he wins the Matron by a good amount?
4: No, I don't know. I think Atlanta's done enough. I, I don't. Uh, I think um, she she won the biggest races. She beat him in the you know she beat him in the Hamiltonian mostly because he didn't make the final due to a, a very poor drive. But that doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you vote on results, and I think uh, I, I think she's got it locked up.
1: All right. It is 10.35. Let's take a look at the will pays. Excuse me. Take a look at the will the pays pick? here. $2 daily at double will pays are up on the uh, television monitors. Here is the $2 pick for the seven and the eight currently paying three of four. Pick fives are not available. And again, it's it's not – Listen, really. Ace has tried to te- Ace is to tell G Man how to bet. Apparently, no, <laughs> but, he's giving me the
4: pick four payouts, saying it'll give me some kind of. A, if, but it I, doesn't. It doesn't. But, but
1: here's the thing, and I think
4: twenty cent tickets and people spread more. Like. But
1: but here's the thing. I think a lot of people are, you know, they see the pick five payoff isn't coming up, and it's it, it has nothing to do with you know a big tote thing or anything. It's normally a jackpot payoff, and a lot of times when you force these things out, they don't, you know, just they know not system knows. Hey, we don't give payoffs normally, so guess what? You're not going to get them tonight. So.
4: Oh, I get it.
1: Yeah, so that that's what happens. Right. So you push a button.
4: It's, every other time, I it get it, I get it.
1: Right, and so what? Happens? No
4: button is what you're. saying. Right.
1: There's no button. The system just it's programmed oh, that, that way. Right. let But, this well, but, but here's the thing, and so a lot of things. And I, I'm going to educate a few of our listeners now um, with some of this tote stuff, G is like sometimes you'll see a tote delay for whatever reason, and then the odds will go nuts because, you know, for whatever reason. What people don't realize is sometimes money gets held up through a phone line, and if it gets held up for too long, guess what? That money, out it goes. And so then what happens is, is the odds go screwy, because, and then it screws up the payoffs and yada, yada, yada. So it, it's, you know, it, it's always – it's a complicated system that a lot of people don't get to interact with. On a daily basis. Uh, Just gotten is going to get Danielle Dubay here in just a moment waiting on her text message. We enter the 14th race again, Lazarus versus McWicked McWicked one to two on the board right now, five to two. On the two, Lazarus, five to one, taking some money here is the six. Don't tell me. Again, no real surprise here, uh, Garnett, that uh, don't tell me again is taking some money. We'll get to that here in just a minute. Standing by is Jessica Otten right. with Daniel Dubay.
5: Thanks, Mike. Joined here by driver Daniel Dubay. Danny, kind of talk to us a little bit about um going into tonight. You were the winner of your elimination. Kind of talk to us about the trip and what kind of horse you thought you had coming into tonight.
8: Uh. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, she's been really good. The way she raced last week with the two old trip, you know, and uh, she, and uh, last week she uh, never asked her much, and she went on her on her own. And today uh, she responded good again, and she's on good shape right now. Like uh, earlier in the years, I don't know. sometime I don't know what what's happened to her. But now she's back like she was, you know. Um, uh,
5: what does it mean to you to win a breeder's crown? It's
8: oh, always something special. We're in the British ground, you know, man. Uh, I don't know how to explain <laughs>
5: that. <laughs> it's indescribable. Well, there you have it. Driver Danny DuVay, back to you, Mike. Thank you.
1: Thank you, Jessica. We'll see you in a few minutes up here at our uh, broadcast location. It's the 14th race, it's coming up in. 12 minutes we're going to take a final timeout we're going to go commercial free following this timeout you've got post time with mike
6: and mike presented by bet america every dream has a start and this one is ours to trot and pace fast faster than all the others and maybe faster than any horse ever has With every stride, 1,200 pounds of pure equine determination. In every turn, there's a tale. Every bet is a hope. No five-year returns, no annuities, 401ks. Return on investment comes in second. Maybe they say that the odds are against you. But you know nothing great comes easy. Winners don't second-guess. They sprint through openings. A digging deeper when the going's tough. No horse ever rides alone. The owners, the driver, the groom, and you. There are no sidelines here. The world is often full of many compromises, but not here. Not on this day. Not in this race. Not with this horse. Not in this sport. Once you feel it, it becomes you. Once you become it, your dream becomes ours. This is Harness Racing. We welcome you to the Harness Racing Fan Zone. See it all for yourself. Feel it in all the passion. Share that experience with others. And be a part of it all. The Harness Racing Fan Zone puts you in the driver's seat.
1: We're back on this edition of Post Time with Mike and Mike, presented by BetAmerica, Mike Carter, alongside of Garrett Barnsdale, and Jessica Otten. Standing by is Mike Bozich and Jim Baviglia. as James Witherite blows the bugle for the final time here this evening. It is the 14th race, the open pace here at the Downs at Mohegan. Sun Pocono, $430,000, is on the line and let's take a look at the field as we see Atia Schaefer with the Breeders Crown flag on the television monitors here at the Downs at Mohie Gracing Stable. j and is Silva Stables and Weaver Semi. Ron Burke trains Kakeli looking for his third Breeders Crown victory of the program. Number two is Lazarus, He's owned by the Thoroughbred Partners Taylor Made Stallions. Jimmy Tactor trains Yannick Jingra with the drive of the two Lazarus. Lazarus uh, was second in the Alaraj to McWicked. It's currently at two to two with this being Game Five of the World Series, so to speak, here tonight. Number three is McWicked. McWicked, trained by Casey Coleman, Brian Sears, is in the SSG is stable. He has two wins in a first start, including a one fifty. Romp in the Dan Rooney and Donkers Raceway. Four on the screen now is Western Fame is owned by the Brittany Farms LLC. Jimmy Tactor trains. Brett Miller is in the uh, sulky currently at forty three to one. Uh, his most recent uh, hit the board effort was in the Dayton Pacing Derby in Dayton. Number five is Rock and Ron trying to give Chris Page his first breeders crown victory. Currently at 55 to 1. Rock and Ron kicked off 2018 with some big efforts, including a win in London in the Cam Luck Classic. Going to be a tough trip here, but Ron Burke's already won at a price here tonight. Number six, Don't Tell Me Again, is owned by a Pet and Racing Stables LLC. Jim King Jr. trains Tim Tietrick looking for another Breeder's Crown victory trainer Jim King Jr. having a big night in the office so far. Don't tell me again. Coming off a second place effort, to dealt a winner at the Meadowlands in one forty nine and three, but came home in twenty five and three seven. All bets off. This is a horse I swear I'm gonna have when he finally wins tonight. He's seventy to one. Andrew, Mc- I almost said Matt Cakali is gonna drive because he normally does, but Andrew McCarthy picks up the lines tonight as Matt Cakali will drive filibuster Hanover. All bets off's kind of been off form as of late. Uh, Only two for seventeen this year, and the eight is dealt a winner. It's owned by Jeffrey Snyder. Mark Silver trains David Miller. The Rainsman dealt a winner, coming off a win over Don't Tell Me Again at Meadowlands Racing and Entertainment. That is the field for the fourteenth race. We are the board says two. But the board around the first turn says we are seven minutes away from the 14th race. Again, uh, stay tuned to our social media pages. Uh, Just Gotten is not connected, so she can't hear me talking about her. We will have a Facebook Live set up later on for a special presentation to Jessica. Um, And, again, she can't hear us, so she's not listening to the program right now. Yeah, she's not listening right now. So, uh, Just Gotten, we're going to have a special presentation immediately following the program here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono working on getting Mark Hall from the USTA up here. Uh, Garnett, let's talk about the uh, 14th race. Uh, you know, let's uh, listen. Well, your mic's not on, so you can't talk yet. But uh, Lazarus versus McWicked. Game five of the World Series. Let's uh, let's hear your thoughts.
4: I think um, I'm just wondering how this race has to go. Is going to go. Uh, I think Filibuster Hanover's leaving. He left from the six holes. No reason why he won't leave from the rail here. Lazarus is probably going to be second, or maybe impose his will to take the lead early. I'm just wondering, how what, you know, what's going to happen here? Is McWicked going to be first over? I mean, that, that seems to be one of his better trips, actually. Um, I don't know, man. I think McWicked's the horse to beat. I like uh, Don't Tell Me Again, perhaps, to trip out. And uh, I'm really hoping uh, Lazarus doesn't go out a winner here because I'll go out a loser.
1: The question here is going to be, does Lazarus have a good enough record here in the States to possibly be pacer of the year if he defeats
4: McWicked here. Well, I mean, it, he'll have the advantage 3 to 2. Um
1: this is know, something where nobody's really talked about yet.
4: I think you got to give some consideration to Courtly Choice. He had a big year. Yeah, he did. Um won the jug. But, he, but he's not
1: here. That's the key. But he's
4: not here. But he's and not
1: here. That's the key. This is
4: what a lot of people remember at the end of the year, right?
1: The, so, the question's going to be, though, there, is Dorsodoro Hanover going to overtake him for three-year-old Pacer of I the
4: year? I don't think so. I, I don't think he does. He doesn't in, – in my not in my vote, he doesn't.
1: Well, you know what? Listen, we need honest, you know honesty here. I mean, that's not – you know. Listen, we're do you know that's why we're here. They pay us the big bucks for that stuff. Well, Garnett doesn't make a whole lot of money off of this show, if anything at all. Yeah, so money, but that, uh, that every little bit helps. Hey, listen, you were coming anyway with Jimmy Jet, so I don't want to hear it. Did, you, did you fly not. in the plane?
4: No, I did not. You,
1: you should have.
4: I drove, and my engine light came on again. Every time I come to these, <laughs> every time I come to these broadcasts, my engine light comes on. <laughs> then it shut shut off by itself last time.
1: <laughs> listen, man, I think I think you're catching something. I, at somebody the should
4: follow me around.
1: Yeah, uh, the you know the canadians just approved the the, the the drug over there so maybe you're bringing some back and that's, no, you're man, hiding I don't. in the engine
4: that was uh that was in the 80s in my 20s oh. uh, in my 50s i uh no i don't even drink much
1: listen your 50s who are you kidding you're in your 80s get out of here
4: yeah, it kind of looks
1: like it all right <laughs> the 14th race coming up here i my w- went live with wendy ross earlier i used rock and Ron underneath uh all bets off i <laughs> can't get off of all bets off here uh but I'm going to be rooting for you, Garnett. You You're love not,
4: playing that horse. Who,
1: who are you live to here?
4: McWicked and,
1: uh, Mick Wicked don't, and tell don't Tell Me Again. again. So, uh, listen, don't tell me again who you got because you might jinx yourself. See? See what uh, I did there? You see what I did there?
4: Very good, very good. Yeah. You know, uh, it just took a nice hit there, filibuster Hanover. Maybe uh, Mark Weaver's parlaying the money he won on his uh, <laughs>
1: Philly. Well, listen, Rod Allen said that he played, played his He's Philly. Like six to one he said that he played his filly, so oh, yeah, uh, 50 to 1, that was know, a good
4: bet. I, I mean, if I yeah. seen that, I probably would have went better. I, I wasn't really paying – it's hard to pay attention. You're doing, we're doing 500 things at once here.
1: All right. So we are getting ready to uh, go to the gate here for the 14th race. We are two minutes away from the 14th race things out of my bag here. But uh Garnet, any final real real final thoughts here. I mean, you know, we're watching them warm up. Rock and Ron uh, looks pretty good on the racetrack right now. I, I again though, you know, it, it's tough because we saw what what Rock and Ron looked like it the camelot Classic. He London. doesn't look like that right now though.
4: No. No, he was dominant. Um final thoughts. I think um trip's gonna be important here. Uh I don't think McWicked's as dominant as people might think he is on the odds board now. I mean, listen, earlier in the year, people were betting Lazarus blind, making him, you know, one to five, two to five against Mick Wicket. Now he beat him a couple of times. Now he's four to five. And you know what I mean? So I don't know if he's that dominant. I kind of hope he is, but uh, I think Trip's going to be important here. And um, I'm hoping that Don't Tell Me Again gets it and, and wins the race.
1: All right. The 14th race. It is the final Breeders' Crown
4: race of the night thus far.
1: Uh, we'll have to come back with our MVPs following this race. Uh, you know, you know, guys, it, it, this has been a, you know, this has been a fun night considering the weather. Um, we have seen some great miles. Uh, we have seen some great performances. Uh, Lily Stride was pretty impressive. Uh, we got to see some pretty nice things there with Matt Kail and George Napolitano Jr. Both scoring their first victories of the night. And uh, listen, the, uh, the 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 cold the cold one is back. And uh, Jessica, come on, come on, up, come on up here. Come on up, come on up. All right, buddy. Hey, don't forget to come back. Yeah. Hey, gee, seriously, don't forget. Don't forget to come back. Yeah. So, uh, anyways, well, listen, you're, you're, uh, you're you know, you're, you're uh, listen, you're taking the jacket off here, trying to breathe. Who who do you like here, Jessica, in the 14th race?
5: Um, Come on, it's obvious. I always love all bets off.
1: 70 to yeah, We're one in the See how we're almost related to each other? It's, uh, listen, we both throw in all bets know. off every time. And, uh, I know,
5: but you know I'm
1: just a fan of him. What, what, so what was it like talking to Matty earlier? Uh, oh, you know he had to be super happy.
5: Oh, he was. He said that, you know, it's indescribable to win a Breeders' Crown. And um, like I said, I'm a huge Matt Kaley fan because he drove all bets off. But he gets the choice, I think, to drive the filibuster Hanover, do you think is awesome. Um, When I talked to Ronnie Burke a couple weeks ago, he said that um, all bets off is to the point where maybe he can't win these races anymore, still be competitive, but not win them. And um, he wants to give Maddie a chance to get up and win them. So He's going to put them on the horses that um, maybe are more capable of doing it.
1: All right, they are about to – I keep saying they're about to go to the gate, but uh, every time I say that, I look up, and there's still more time on the box in the first turn. But uh, the Norton Shoemaker starting gate should be moving into position here momentarily. Jim Baviglia will call the final Breeders' Crown race here tonight. Uh, Jim Baviglia and Mike Bozich have done a phenomenal job all night of calling the racing action here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocono. This is Jim Baviglia's fourth Breeders' Crown, Mike Bozich's first Breeders' Crown where he got to uh call the races. It looks like they might be getting ready to line up and come down in front of us, but we still don't see a starting gate.
5: Um
1: looks like Norton Shoemaker is moving into position now. Oh. So Mike was going to come over, but he's going to put Jim on the air. I forgot he's got a push button up there. They, so they got a mic up there with them. So we haven't had okay. to uh, we we haven't had to turn our TV on to disrupt these people over these fine people over here. Yeah. But you missed the Garnett explosion earlier oh, when he God. when Lil, no 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 it wasn't bad oh. when Lily Stride when Lily Stride went by Atlanta he was uh, pr- w- was pretty happy for good. So here, uh, if uh, the three or the six can uh, you know pull it off. Sixes don't tell me again you should know that Joanne Looney King You're going, now, now see you're Listen. going to work for the Meadowlands and you don't know Oh there man look at that I've been co- I've been complimenting I... you all night long there
8: were how many And
1: now 500? all of a sudden You uh, don't know They Not really sure what's going on here there, to... There's a van back in the back there I don't have my binoculars with me I'm not exactly sure uh, What is going on
5: Well I saw Yannick bend over and pick something up Almost maybe a shoe I don't know if Yannick is on the racetrack, and I don't know what it was that he picked up. So he might be in the back for a shoe repair.
1: Well, let's see here. Sure. Let's see.
5: We can't really see much.
1: No, other than the van, that's all I can. Yeah. I, that's the only thing I noticed was the van was back there. Well, if they listen, if they don't go soon, we uh, we might not get this last race on uh, on TV. Cassie might be calling this race if we uh, you know if that happens. you announce Cass. <laughs> All right. Well listen, this is your uh listen, we're 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 gonna talk a little bit about this. Uh it's your final show with us final full time show with us, excuse okay, me. You'll sure. still be at Hoosier Thank Park, still you. do a couple of things at Yonkers, but yes. uh Listen, you you've done an amazing job. We're super proud of you, and I know you have got to be looking forward to the medal
5: I'm very very excited for this opportunity and learning experience. I'm gonna take it and run with it.
1: <laughs> well, listen. Uh, following this show, I think I might have a couple of tears uh, okay, tears in the don't. back pocket. Because uh, <laughs> listen, you know, listen, you know me. I'm uh, I'm yeah. the emotions guy. That's yeah. just how it goes.
5: Yeah. Well, then I'm the emotional. I'm the other emotional person. So this is not gonna end well. No. It's like not. my mom says to her kindergartners, put your tears in your pocket and walk away. Yeah. Well, no,
1: listen. I can't. You know, I, I don't have that ability you know okay. listen i get yelled at and freaking uh oh, I, I I get do. yelled
5: okay, at I get yelled and i start at.
1: crying it's horrible it's uh <laughs> <laughs> you know call me a baby if you want but that's just how i am i cry it's
5: okay i'm uh
1: i'm not the uh i'm not your not your average guy all right the norton shoemaker starting gate moving into position for the 14th race here at the downs in mohegan the son of pocono it is lazarus versus mcwicked and i believe they were picking up a pylon uh oh, that's what it no. was a pylon mike bozich uh was letting me know that Jim Baviglia will have the final call of the Breeders' Crown here at the Downs at Mohegan Sun Pocado.
7: to the gate for the Breeders' Crown pace with a purse of four hundred thirty thousand dollars. All right, Delta Winner, all bets off. Don't tell me again. And around the turn, there you go. Rock and run the Lazarus, filibuster Hanover, Western Fame, Lazarus quick Lazarus
8: McWicked.
7: The Pacers have reached the back stretch and they are underway in the finale. Western Fame center of the track is leaving. Filibuster Hanover fires at the pylons. Those two go at it. Two back on the inside to Lazarus. McWicked is away. Fourth four off the pace. Following that up on the inside, rock and run. Delta winner parked out. He's going to retreat to the back of the pack behind. Don't tell me again it all. That's up filibuster Hanover with the early advantage holding down position Lazarus is launching on the outside the quarter 26 and one for the molded it's filibuster Hanover but Lazarus moseying up on the outside now for Gingra takes over the lead from filibuster Hanover back at the pylons western fame McWicket is four to five and right now Sears patient with him and fourth as Lazarus has cleared before the turn McWickett steps to the outside, giving cover there. Second over to Rock and Run. Also moving out there, Don't Tell Me Again with that big leg kick. At the back, Delta winner, and all bets off. But it's Lazarus, relatively unhurried to the half. 55 2, 29 1, second panel. That's one in the ledger for Lazarus. But now McWickett comes on the outside to speed him up. McWickett taking on Lazarus as they approach 5 8. Pocket seat still belongs to filibuster. Hannover McWicked taking the lead away from Lazarus. On the outside, Rock and Ron now into third. Also moving on the outside, don't tell me again. Look at McWicked spreading out the lead to three. Three quarters, 122 and 227 even. Lazarus is fading out of it. McWicket now leads by three lengths. Rock and Ron trying to get to him second. Don't tell me again. I'm quirking on the outside. All bets off fourth. Top of the stretch. Mick Wicket is lonely on the lead. He's up by four on the outside. Don't tell me again. Cutting into the margin, but it's Mick Wicket. Four years later, back at the top of his sport. Mick Wicket dominates the pace by four. filibuster head over up the pylons for second. Don't tell me again. Third. Rock and Ron fourth. Uh, this rivalry was decided decisively tonight by McWicked in one forty nine and three.
1: Well, guys, girls, wh- horse horse of the year horse of the year implications. Horse of the year implications. I think we just saw the horse of the year and avoided, avoided in the
8: I'm,
1: right. uh, what? Back to our strength. Look at the Garnet here. Voided Lazarus, uh, voided Lazarus, uh, stop there towards the end. And, uh, uh, all right. Can, yeah. Can get out of here? You Canadian. All right. Real, real quick. All right. Let's, let's, let's sit down and decide here. Let's, uh, let's, let's talk about, uh, let's talk about our MVPs of the night and guys, we're going to go kind of around the table here and then we'll make our final, uh, determinations of who we like. And, uh, um, Garnett, MVP of the night, go well, for
4: then, it. No, that horse right there. He, uh, Quicken. He took it right to his main rival and basically buried him. And uh, that, to me, that's he, he's got better as the year went on. And he's, um, I think, mean, McWick is a lot better horse than anybody ever gave him credit for. And I got to say, just one thing uh, in passing, um, it was very disappointing to me when uh, Lazarus uh, raced at Mohawk. That uh, when I went out to the track, I saw all these towels for Lazarus and flags and all kinds of stuff the track made. And they made nothing for their local star. Right. He got the last laugh right here. Yeah.
1: Jessica, MVP of the night.
5: Uh, to, to be cliche, I would have to say Big Wicked. But I mean, I could, I could probably pick somebody else.
1: No, so, you don't have to pick anybody else. Well, I mean, else. I mean that was, was um, probably the best Phenomenal, of the night. and
5: it was a very good performance. But if you want to pick like an upset of the night, I would go, go for a Blue chips.
1: There you go. He was phenomenal okay. for Matt
5: Kakely and Ron Burke tonight.
1: Um I'm going to have to go with uh with, with Mick Wicked. I think Mick Wicked uh you know just proved why he is the best. Uh my human MVP though, uh driver wise is going to go to Matt Kekeli. Uh, yeah, the uh Matt Kekeli uh scoring <laughs> two nice. victory, two breeder's crown uh victories. And then we got we got to go with an owner uh for the night. So, Jessica, help me pick pick one of the oh, owner sure. pick one of the owner MVPs out for the night. Which 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 owners uh, which owners had the big night uh, here? Let's see.
5: Well, we remember Sammy and the Ron Burt crew had a phenomenal night, but they had the,
1: uh they had a big night They at had a the big office. night,
5: yeah. Um, does Joanne own part of that horse?
1: Let's see. Which race was it? Chartin tenth
5: can't race.
1: You don't even sit up here online, don't no. know. No, yeah, no. The Chartin. Uh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to have to go with Richard Pellucci and Joanne Looney King, uh, you know, with Sharkton and I think Garnett go for that one as well. Uh, you know, Richard Pellucci and Joanne Looney King, the MVPs, MVPs brought to you by our friends at Hanover Shoe Farms. Guys, it's been a lot of fun. This is our, uh, I think it's our last remote of the year. We're still working out the details, uh, with Rosecroft Raceway. Jessica, listen, it's been a lot of fun. Thanks so much. No, in all seriousness. Thanks so much for everything you've done for us, for the show. You've really helped us build this show into something uh, something truly, truly special, and we are very proud to uh, to have had you on. So, uh, you know what? Thanks so much. We well, appreciate it.
5: Thank you. You guys literally were the uh, foundation, maybe? I don't know, <laughs> of me getting started and whatnot, because when I first graduated high school, this is not what I wanted to do. After I went to the uh, Meadowlands for the first time with you guys, that's oh, nice season, when I came to a part of it.
1: All right. We'll see everybody back here Closing next Thursday. post 30 a.m. Of the time the time at Closing time. One last call for alcohol. So finish your whiskey or beer.
5: Closing
1: have to go home, but you can't stay
0: here,
6: I know!